When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Creators Outlet, sponsored by our friends over at the Inked Marketing Team. If you need that extra push to get you over the hill on your Kickstarter Indiegogo, contact Kevin Gillette over at Inked Marketing at www.inked.marketing today. And they would like us to remind you that the award-winning series Loco Hero from Monty Michael Moore, who will be here tomorrow night, is now live on Kickstarter. Just go to inked.pub forward slash locohero2. And as always, please subscribe, comment, and share. And our special guest tonight, Team Laddie. It's Tim Laddie and his po' boys. Yeah, yeah, no, I have no, the po' boys going now. I ate it. It's it's long gone. Yeah, they, they, uh, don't, they don't last long. No, no. Dude, I, um, I always feel bad. I'm just kind of accepting it now, dude. I, I took down a whole po' boy, 12 inch, and um, an order of fries, man. I could still eat, dude. So I'm just accepting it that I'm a, I'm, I'm a pig pig and I can eat a lot. <laughs> so, man, I I just look like one because I used to eat a lot. I've been on oh, a man. I've been on a a hell of a diet for. Uh, oh, really? Well, I was I was always I was always a big guy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm six, two and, uh, most of my, uh, most, most of my, most of my bar career for 30 years working in nightclubs, uh, you know, I was, you know, between 350, 400 pounds, oh, which really? is where, which is where I am now. Uh, but it was just, it was just crazy. Cause, uh, I ended up uh, I ended up in a coma back in 2016, and uh, I was I was crippled when I came out of it. Uh, I couldn't even move my legs. It took me like almost two years to get like limited mobility back. Uh, I had uh, I had I had three big ones. I never do anything half-assed. Like some people be like, "Oh, I broke my pinky toe." I'm like, "Oh, I feel bad for you." Uh, I had a hip replacement at 13. Um, <laughs> I didn't, but you know, um, but I had, uh, I had, uh, sepsis. I actually had a ball of sepsis. It was like the size of a softball growing up the back of my, Dude, I keep hearing about leg. sepsis right now. I've never heard about it until like the last like two months. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. I, know, I know three people that got it. It's uh, crazy. it would, it, it grew like this big pocket in the back of my, in the back of my calf. 
And I was asking my doctor, what's that? He goes, it doesn't look like anything. Just keep an eye on it. And then one night at work, it, it, it exploded. And one second, I, my teeth were chattering. The next second, I was sweating bullets. And uh, I, had, I had cellulitis, sepsis, and acute fasciitis, which was a flesh-eating disease. And I was like, well, couldn't have gotten like, you know, the really fat areas, you know, my legs were, were muscular, not fat, but, you know, and they had to basically slice a chunk off my leg. So I got like foot drop in both, in both legs. So I, I, I can stand up, but I can't, I can't really walk on my own. So I'm like motorized wheelchair. Yeah. Really? No kidding. All right. I have Professor X's ride, but uh, none of his powers, and uh, I look more like Mojo. So, all right, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? But I was up to about, uh, I was up to about 600 pounds a few years ago. Yeah, right, dude. And uh, just from changing my diet, because you know, you know, when you're depressed and you do depression eating, which I was doing, so it was like my diet was made up of, of uh, you know, snacks like potato chips and stuff, uh, ice cream, soda, and sandwiches. That, that was my, that was my entire diet. So I, right. I, I, I changed my entire diet and went, <clears throat> you know, small portions and all kinds of other stuff. And I'm, I'm down to, uh, I'm almost down to three fifty right now. Dude, that's all, that's a lot of what it is. Um, it's funny, I started off the show talking about I ate a big uh, big old po' boy. But no, dude, my mom, I was talking with my mom yesterday, and she tells me she's got diabetes, and that she's eating friggin' bluebell ice cream every night and stuff like that. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god, man, like, it's just, come on. Um, I'm, diet I'm, is, I'm diet type is a two big now. factor here. Huh? I'm type 2 now, too. Are you really? Okay, I had a friend that was, and he would have to go get a... Uh, Whatever he'd have to go get drained every couple, uh, three times a week or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, yeah, man. Um, but diet is a big factor, and you feel better. You feel better from it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that you feel better from eating differently? Yeah, I I feel better. Uh, I also feel like a bitch. Like, oh, what are you having for dinner? Salad. <laughs> but it's you're you're. You're trading like that immediate satisfaction for like long term because I can tell the difference. I know if I go eat garbage, I'll feel bad. Or, dude, if I'm like boozing or partying hard all weekend or something like that, because like you, I worked at a bar for a decade. I was a doorman at a bar. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I know the nightlife very well, too well. Um, and I can just tell, dude, I stayed up till like 4 or 5 a.m. Saturday night and it just wrecked me for two days, you know? Um, yeah, all that stuff makes a difference. And we're not, uh, I, I know you're okay. Boomer, bro. I'm, uh, I'm right behind you. So we're not, we're not spring chickens anymore. Yeah. You know? Um, I'm a, I'm a Gen Z actually, but, uh, you know, or, or whatever, whatever it is before boomer, you know, right. I'm Gen X, but yeah. Or whatever I am, I guess I'm technically a millennial. I, I don't, I don't consider myself one, but uh, I, I, yeah. I am, I'm not one. No, you're speaking coherent sentences. And making sense, you can't be a millennial. Right, right, right. No, um, no, I am not. Uh, but, dude, I do notice it. I'm not saying I do it all the time, but I try to, and I'm getting more and more con- – dude, you didn't you didn't know back in the day like you do now. That's another factor here. Like, growing up, dude, I, the, the garbage my mom and my parents got me, they didn't know any better. They weren't health nuts, you know? And now I look at that stuff, and I'm just like, 
dude, I, I like, I can't believe I grew up on this. Um, yeah, it's, it's like eat some vegetables and, you know, meat, chicken, fish, and, you know, whatever, whatever else. And yeah, uh, absolutely. it's like, what do you want for sugared cereal this week? I mean, Dude, it was I, the seventies. You, you wanted whatever <laughs> box of cereal had the toy in it that you wanted. Well, well, that's not just your. It's not just their fault. They were getting propaganda. You know, you had Edward Bernays and people like that. I mean, it was a whole thing mm-hmm. where you had that easy bake. You know, throw it in the microwave. Like it was just a generational thing. I guess it started in the fifties, and and now we're kind of breaking out of it a little bit. I guess. I mean, we got other issues going on and stuff, but. Um, yeah, at least people are people are figuring out diet, dude. I lived off of like McDonald's and stuff for years, years. Yeah, well, I did, I did. Well, McDonald's, Burger King, and Taco Bell because all day. And you know, my day off was you know a bucket from KFC. Yeah, but, uh, my day off was Popeyes. So there you go, dude. Sunday I would get Popeyes. Um, and then I'd be wondering why I'm like I don't know bummed out or whatever it is, dude. I have a bad attitude. I also notice I've been riding my bike. And I can tell the difference with that. I can tell the difference when I ride my bike and stuff like that, you know, um, or just get some sun. It's, yeah. it's, it's wild, man. It, it's dude. It's such a no brainer, but I'm glad you, uh, dude, I'm glad you're losing weight. Like, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be doing, uh, eventually I'll be, do, I'll be doing the, uh, the bypass surgery. Okay. So my buddy uh, did that. I was just with him like a little while ago and he, he's, He's he's half a person. It's crazy. Um, my doctor I told two me people goes, that had that. They can't goes, eat like they did, you know. Yeah, he's. My doctor told me he goes. Well, what it's going to do is you're going to have to take half the amount of pills that you take now. I go. Well, that's good. I take like fifteen, yeah. like at breakfast. So uh, he's like, all that stuff's going to have to be cut down. Um, you probably won't have any cellulitis outbreaks afterwards as long as you stick to the plan. And uh, you'll probably drop like 100 pounds in the first couple of months. Oh, wow. Sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah. Why, go, would you, why would you do something like that? I go, that's, uh, that's terrible. You mean these, these shirts that I've been hanging on to for nostalgia's sake that oh are hanging God, in my closet, would, you know, would actually fit me? Opposed to like, do it, dude. Do it. What, so what's the holdup? Like, what are you waiting for? Uh, well, it's... It's all the, uh, we fear for our lives, COVID. Uh, oh, I like you already, dude. I don't yeah. give. Look, I had a few beers with that po' boy. I'm going to give you a good show tonight. Uh, I could care <laughs> less, dude. I could care less about this stuff. I'm so over it. Um, yeah. Look, I've, I've, got a, I've got a lymphatic system that, that shut down back in 2016. So I'm like, uh, I was in the hospital stuck in the ER for like four and a half hours and everybody else in the ER surrounding me were all COVID positive. And they're all, you're only like in a cubicle. There's people in the hall that are like on gurneys in the hallway right. rooms next to me. I was surrounded by COVID. I did not get COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for the, um, here goes my public career, but, uh, <laughs> the, the um i don't look i don't care about it i was saying this tonight i went in there and they were telling me somebody i went to a bar i normally go to get great food um and they were like oh man somebody was here the other day and they tested positive for covid and i'm just like dude everything's everything's covid nowadays they make money off of it Mm -hmm. um 
If I told you, so this is what this is my analogy I came up with tonight. I was like, if I said that I had chicken pox as a kid, I could tell you what came with chicken pox. I could tell you what the symptoms were. I could tell you how I felt. You know what I mean? Like there were very definitive things. Mm-hmm. If if I ask every with COVID, it's it's something new every day. If you remember, um, I don't know if you can curse on here or not, but in 2019. They uh they were bleeding out of their butts and their eyes. There we go. <laughs> there you go, dude. They were Fuck bleeding it. out of their ass and their <laughs> eyes in China, and then all of a sudden now, like you you don't have the sense of taste and smell. Or my little cousin's got it, and there's I, I, my mom tells me my little cousin has, and I'm like, okay. I was like, I'll bite. What's what's wrong with him? She goes, oh, he's got headaches. Um, I'm like, okay. I was like, this is this is stupid. Like, go back to work. Go back to life. And like like uh like Ivan Drago said, if if we die, we die. Then that's yep. fine, dude. I don't I don't care. And if you worked at a bar, you probably understand. Uh, yeah, that 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 danger. Your your little cousin doesn't have COVID. He's just sick of listening to his parents. Right? No, he's got sinuses. It's August. School's about to start. You know what I mean? Like it's in Louisiana and South Louisiana. This is the time of year you're going to start having sinus issues. That's that's what's going on. Um, it's crazy, man. Good evening, how you, doing? how you doing, brother? <laughs> we're off on a tangent right now, yeah. so we're bitching about shit. Welcome to welcome to the shit show. Right, right. Well, yeah, you'll enjoy. But, um, but yeah, it's uh, you know, and they're they're like, ooh, you know, Australia's got like their entire military locking down like uh, all of Sydney, ready, to, you know, ready to shoot them with an F fourteen from the air if they see somebody like out of their house. And they're sending the troops to people's homes. And if they don't have an ID that says they live there, they arrest them. Bro. And I'm like, I uh New World I, Order, um, get get out of here with that crap. I know it's, we've changed over the year. <laughs> I know we've changed over the years. Deep down, I'm still an American. Dude, I'll take my freedom over anything, man. Let me do what oh, I want to yeah. do. I'll decide for my own life what's what's best for me. So yeah. that's uh hundred percent. How I'm at. What? And what, tomorrow what I, we got mask. We got mask mandate starting tomorrow, dude. I ain't doing nothing. I'm I'm living my life how I live my life. Um, I'm tired of it. They're making, dude. It's a money maker, man. It's a money maker. Yeah, it's they they keep control and they you know they're like they they even said uh the the numbers came out today because now all of a sudden uh everybody's going to be vaccinated. And, you know, even vaccinated people have to wear masks. That just tells me that the uh, the vaccine doesn't work. Uh, yeah, man. I um. And, you know, it, it's like. If it works, then. Let it let it run its course. And everybody's, you know, screaming about the Delta variant. Well, I don't know about any place else in the world, but over here, the Delta more people are catching it with the Delta variant and cases, you know, cases are going up, but it's, it's like 99.5% chance that anybody is going to, you know, under 65 is going to live. Dude, dude, people that are like 90 and have like horrible health are surviving. They have like, dude, I, I was seeing like world war two veterans surviving, dude, it's retarded. I'm done with it. Um, well, it's it's because World War II veterans weren't pussies. They they stormed beaches at Normandy. I mean, possibly possibly you know, so. 
they weren't too busy, you know, they weren't too busy trying to figure out, you know, their sexual orientation or, you know, you know, I don't know whether I'm, I don't know whether I'm a man or a woman. Well, the little kid from kindergarten cop knew. I don't blame those people because like, I think they're, again, there's a guy that, dude, there's a lot of social engineering. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on. Um, and you don't realize how subject you are to it, dude. You might be receiving it from the TV shows you watch or the cartoons or the movies, uh, whatever, dude. And there's an agenda. And so these people, I look at people like they're victims, man. Like, dude, everybody I run into, I rarely run into an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, dude, most people, like, especially in comics, they're always like nice people. And you can always find that middle ground to talk about. Um, so, yeah, I blame the people that are in control. I think those are your real enemy, man. Oh, yeah. Um, and, sure. and look, dude. There is nothing more American than saying "fuck you." Um, so, you know, well, damn, I'm, I'm American as shit then, because I'm really <laughs> saying that. So am I, dude. Um, so yeah, that is uh It's just, it's a shame, dude. That's a big reason why I want to move. Is because like I'm not happy with the way Louisiana is behaving, and we used to have this cool like Louisiana attitude where we were, dude, we were the party state, and we were. We had parishes and not and not um counties or whatever everybody else. You know, we we were we were different. And yeah. now everybody's just like a robot down here, dude. And I'm just like, dude, I'm not like y'all anymore. I'm out of here. I'm gone. And I went to Florabama and, and and Alabama and Florida and they're just like I'm like, dude, this is what Louisiana used to be. This is what the South used to be. Yeah. Um and, and I miss it. I wish I wish the real South was here, but it ain't Louisiana. And that's just, that sucks to say. It hurts to say. Well, from everything I'm seeing, uh, it looks like in two years DeSantis is running for president. But Maybe. I, I kind of don't want him to leave Florida because, uh, well, you know, <laughs> as soon as he leaves, somebody else will step in and you know revert, reverse engineer everything that he's put in place. He are, he's yeah. already he's already passed legislation because the feds are trying to make it. Yeah, every, every kid uh, five years old and up has to wear a mask. Why? Kids, kids yeah, don't even do that to my kids, to. and um, I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids. I should, um, as an adult, um, I'm looking for it. So if any any single ladies out there, holler at me. But um, <laughs> yeah, they uh, I wouldn't do that to my kids. I would just homeschool them. I wouldn't do it. And I tell my friends that, dude. I give my friends hell. Um, but so so power. In most cases, power is perceived, and I don't think the the populace understands how much power they have. And if you just so here's a story I tell sometimes. I heard this. There's a there's a town in Italy or whatever. It doesn't matter where it's at, and um, nobody pays traffic tickets. Like it's it's almost like you go there to get a traffic ticket. It's like a joke. Like you park in a bad spot, they give you a ticket, and nobody pays it, and it's just like a thing. You know what happens when you don't pay your traffic ticket? Nothing, because nobody, nobody, dude, power is perceived. If everybody just said, no, we're not doing this anymore, it would end. You don't need, you don't need to elect somebody. You don't need somebody else to, to do it for you. Just, just everybody could just be like, no, we're not doing. So again, I move, I go to Alabama for vacation on Cinco de Mayo. And nobody wearing a mask out there. No, nobody's telling you nothing. Because as collectively as a community, they said, no, we're not doing this. They don't have a higher death rate than anybody else. Nothing weird is going on there that's not going in. You know, it's the same thing that's happening in this state, this state, this state. So 
again, what is what is everything worth for you? And and I would argue that freedom is worth more than, I, man, I don't know, catching a cold um, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and man, I'm a, I'm gonna give you a good one tonight, dude. And another <laughs> thing is that they killed all them people up in New York and stuff like that. When they were putting people on ventilators, they were killing those people. That's why they're yep. not putting on people on ventilators this time. And then they lied about it, and they talked about how they're heroes and stuff like that. It's nonsense. Dude. And then, uh, oh, you know, touchy-feely Cuomo sent all those. He had he had the the medical ship out in the out in the bay, out in the harbor, to you know take all the COVID patient COVID positive patients until they were better and uh, or you know weren't. And right. he sent them all to nursing homes. After all, the uh, do this, do that, or you're, you're, right, you're right, killing right, grandma. Right. Hold on, will I go and kill all your grandmas? Yeah, you know? they 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 intentionally like put them in there. It's a dude. It's a, so the the thing that goes on though, and this is my big thing. So it's it's false binary. I'm not playing red blue. I'm not playing. I, I don't know, whatever, black, white, male, female. It's all a trick, dude. They it's divide and conquer. They want us fighting with each other. Because as divided, we don't we don't have any power, and they have yep. all the power. That's the trick. Yep. They want vaccinated, unvaccinated. It's dude, it's a trick, dude. I'm my my ally is the truth, and that's what I'm sticking with. I don't care, I, I, dude. It's not a political stance because I'm not. I'm not. I'm not taking a side, dude. I'm, I'm just going with the truth. And if and if it's clearly not true that we need to be doing what we're doing right now, then why are we doing it? You know yeah, what I mean? Like they it's, like it's ridiculous. they like they like to keep us fighting with each other, because uh, as far as they're concerned, uh, they they are the ruling class, and we are all the we are all the peasants. Oh, dude, we're all the slaves. I was gonna say another word, but we're all the slaves. Back in the day in Louisiana, we have so we're under, we're below sea level, and we have canals. You had to dig canals for all the water to go when it rained and drain it out. And they had the Irish and the blacks digging the canals. That's who would be digging the canals. They got along too well, and they had to separate them. They don't want us friends. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, dude? They want us as enemies, man. It's so, dude. It's so ridiculous, bro. I was at the, I was at the bar, and I'm watching the news. I go in the back because I know everybody, and I'm watching them cook my po' boy. And um, I could just see the news. I could see every lie that's coming on the TV, and I'm just like, dude, they're like, this is a trick. Like all of this is a trick. Um, yeah, man, it's a shame. Again, dude, I, I <laughs> comics used to unite people and fandom used to unite people or like a sports team or something like that. And now they're using us to divide us. It's a it's a shame. Um, it's yep. brilliant. I give them credit. Whoever whoever came up with it, the Tavistock Institute or whoever it was, it's it's brilliant. But um, power perceived is power achieved. Yeah, dude, absolutely, dude. And and they're changing history as well. So oh, just yeah. like uh you know, whatever the line is, and what I guess it's 1984. Um, who controls the past controls the future. Who controls the present controls the past. And it's true, man. If you can mm-hmm. control the history books and change history and and you can't say anything negative against it, you can't say anything against something, um, it's wild, man. It's wild because we're all afraid. We're all afraid you're going to get in trouble or something like that, dude. And again, I don't care. that If everything I said in the last 10 minutes is wrong, I'm fine with that because my ally is the truth because I'm sticking with the truth. So if, if somebody can prove that everything I said is wrong, if they can be like, nah, dude, Tim, 
dude, the, that was helping people. The ventilators actually was doing good. I'd be like, all right, man, I'm dude. It, Cause I'm not, I'm not emotionally connected to it. Like it's just, it just, it is what it is. If the sky is blue, the sky is blue. Um, and we lost sight of that. We, we fell for, we're falling. Y'all we're falling for the trap. We're falling for the trick. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're fighting they, with each other and we they, shouldn't, they want to, they want to keep all the peasants, uh, divided fighting each other. So nobody sees what they're doing behind the curtain. They're cashing in, dude. They're cashing in, bro. Um, and and that goes for both sides, man. Don't yep. fall for it. It's both sides. Oh yeah, they're you know, the the only good politician is a dead politician. Well, I mean, dude, back in the day, I don't want to say that because they'll come and knock on my door. But uh, no, back in the day, they dude, they used to tar and feather people. You know, like they used to run them out of town, and that's. That was the idea, at least what it was told, at least what I thought it was. That was the idea of America. That's That was the whole thing is that that's why we have weapons and stuff like that. It's not to fight an incoming uh, an incoming threat. It's so that we could take over the government, ideally. I mean, I, I don't think that's what you would do today. I'm not I'm not advocating for that or something, but well, I'm just saying they, they knew how much. Sleepy Joe told us, unless we've got F-14s and nukes, there's no way we can do that. I mean, he's probably right. I'm not, again, I'm not advocating for it. I don't want that to be the case. I don't think you would even need to do that, dude. You know what the real N-word is? No. Mm-hmm. That's it, dude. Dude, bro, no, if you're from Brazil, you definitely get it, dude. That's what I'm saying, Rodrigo. Ruggiero, we're the same, bro. We're the same, dude. We're all dealing with, dude. And if you don't think it's all the same shit going on everywhere right now, it is. Every country in the world is doing... It just happens that Delta pops up everywhere at the same time. Yeah, dude, it's a, we're being duped, man. We're being like, tricked. You know, like like all those memes. COVID failed. Break out the murder hornets. It's like, well, I'll, I'll throw another one at you, dude. And I, I challenge y'all to do this, dude. Go look up Time Magazine, and then look at all the Time Magazine covers throughout the year. It's just fear porn. Everything is fear mm-hmm. porn, man. Um, there's a guy. People don't like him. Owen Benjamin. Go look up Owen Benjamin Time Magazine if you can find it. You might have to go on BitChute. But he breaks down how they use Time Magazine to, again, genetically engineer us to move us in different places. It's it's crazy, man. It really yeah. is. It's, you know, it, it makes me sick because it just, you know, it's just, ugh. Well, dude, they had us hating Muslims and stuff like that after 9-11. I love Muslims now. Like, now I look at their culture and I'm like, dude, these people are awesome. They're funny. Um, Everybody, in my mind, I think everybody just wants the same thing. Like, they just want to live a normal life, dude. They just want to provide for their family, have some kids, whatever. And they're tricking us into all these these rabbit. They're tricking us into all these categories and holes, making us think the boogeyman's out there. Nazis are around every corner. Uh, the you know black power people are around every corner. It's a trick, dude. Everybody's pretty much the same. Um, and and my, my mother used to tell me, goes, look, don't judge, don't judge a book by the cover. Don't judge anybody. Judge them by you know. She would do the Martin Luther King thing. Uh, judge them by their character. There's good and bad in everybody. No doesn't doubt matter, about it, dude. Um, doesn't when matter, I, you know, where they're from, you know, what they look like or anything. It, you know, dude, 
You're, that's you're, why, like, if if you're like, you're, do you support you're Black either, Lives Matter or you support? Do you support this community or that community? I don't know because I don't know everybody in that community. I deal with people. I deal with who comes. Who do I meet? When I meet you, I'll deal with you person to person. Um, yeah, you're either so an yeah. asshole or a friend of mine. That's it. Well, you, dude, that's funny you said that because uh, when I worked at the bar, I had a different per- I had a different perception of police officers. And then I worked at the bar and we would have detail cops with us. And I mean, dude, after like a decade, you become friends with these people. You get to know them really mm-hmm. well. Universally, they all had the same rule. Doesn't matter what the law was. They all had the same rule. Don't be an asshole. When you broke that rule, hey, man, you paid street justice. Like shit went down. But if you didn't break that rule, dude, you could be smoking weed. You could be doing whatever. They'd be like, dude, just get out of here. Like, dude, just leave. I, I saw that happen. Mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you how many times cops would be like, dude, go home, get out of my face, go home. And then people would keep pushing it, pushing it. And then that was a wrap, you know, like that was game over. Yeah. Um, especially when you cross that weekend. line, but that's, well, that's just good, life. It's like, good for you, Bubba. Now you're going to sit in a cell till uh, Tuesday morning when you get arraigned. Oh dude, I'd be <laughs> sitting there and I'm, I'd be sitting there just getting frustrated myself. Like, dude, come on, man. Just go, just go. Like you're do literally go, dude, you, you, you what are you doing? But uh, yeah, so the state I was working into was great because uh, there was there was actually a a lore on the books where intoxicated people, uh, the police weren't allowed to take complaints from intoxicated people. Oh, uh, really? Because they were intoxicated. Right, right. Sure. So, I mean, there there was what there was one night where uh, two obnoxious drunk dudes and they were just. You know, the more they, you know, the guys that can't handle the liquor, you know, the more they drink, the meaner they get. And I'm Irish. I, I'm the opposite of that. The, the, I get nicer the more I drink. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm Scotch Irish. So I'm like. Oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, man. But like, you, you don't get mean until somebody really flips your switch. No, you'd have to do it. Yeah, you'd have to. When, and, when and, you do it, it's 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 over. Yeah. But it, then, it would I take don't, a while. then I don't even know I did it. And, you know, the next day they're like. You you do know you broke that guy's jaw last night. I'm like, what guy? No, I'm a I'm a, I'm a very happy leprechaun, man. I'm a very happy uh happy drinker. So yeah, yeah. I've I've got I've got two normal phases of 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 drunk. Uh, it's it's happy and horny. Uh, and that all depends on the bar I'm in. So, and I worked in strip yeah. clubs. I worked in strip clubs for thirty years. So oh, that's uh, awesome. Nice. Just saying. Oh, I'm sure you saw it. You you definitely saw it. <laughs> Dude, give me one second. I'm going to be back in two seconds. So I'm going to bring this up quick. And we're going to take a look at Night Stars Volume 1. The adventures of three teenage time travelers journeying through the past, solving history's mysteries. So there's a week left on this. And we really need to get this up there. It's about uh, just a little over four grand shy of uh, of making this and getting it out there. And I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, there's something for everybody. Action figures. Uh, it's a hardcover. Uh, the art is amazing. It's just great. So, well, uh, 
well, Tim's getting something straightened out. We're going to take a look at the trailer. I got a letter from 13-year-old Ryan from Belfast. Now, Ryan, if you're out in the crowd tonight, here's the answer to your question. No. As far as I know, an alien spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. And Ryan... If the United States Air Force did recover alien bodies, they didn't tell me about it either. And I want to know. We were abducted from our everyday lives. Now we are lost in time and space, hoping to find a way to change the future by battling our way through the past. I'm back. There we uh, go. Yeah, man. So uh, I've been working on this project for a long time, many, many years. And um, so we did the Indiegogo. We're in a little bit of a predicament. If you go and look at it, we're about 56%. Um, so, yeah, I'm just kind of debating debating the future of it right now. Um and I mean, you probably knew that from the Saturday interview with Pops when we did that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I've, I've seen a I've seen a couple uh, of of projects out there that you know have had goals set like you know between your goal, you know between right. ten and twenty k. And I'm like, ooh, that's a rough one, especially like. Uh, Like with with some of them, it's kind of like because Indiegogo takes your money right away, which which a lot of people like. But if it's not somebody that they know and it's a higher goal, sometimes a lot of them are like waiting to. The, and you have a lot of like uh, back backing waiters that wait till like the last right, last right. few days. You know, they get that like three-day notice from Indiegogo, a Kickstarter, and like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. And See, I don't think that's fair to the creator, dude. Like, I, that's what I was saying on the, the CromCon. I was just like, dude, all my friends and people like that that are like, oh, dude, I'm going to get you. I'm like, dude, y'all are – you're not helping me by doing that, man. You know, like, just do it um, and help the algorithm. Um, yeah, the, 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 the more they – you know, the, the more they see people, uh, you know – getting on board the more the more times people will start seeing this and the more people that have backed it that share the project and people that are like i'd like to back it but i ain't got no money uh share the project share it out on right. your social media the, the more it gets out there the uh the better off everything is i uh, i agree um so yeah we haven't moved in a couple days and look dude i um we got about a week left. Anything could happen, obviously. We, you don't, I'm trying to think. 
you don't there's there's clearly like some kind of science to it and stuff like that. Um yeah. we had a hefty goal. We uh I look, I believe in the project. I think the Indiegogo looks fantastic. I think uh I think we did a great job at the end of the day. Um but uh, you know, looking rough. So I'm leaning towards dude, I'm I'm heavily leaning towards a webcomic. I mean, we're I'm not going to keep anybody's money. So if you if you find the uh if you find the project interesting, please please uh contribute i will not be keeping any of that money i'll return it if we don't hit our goal um this is important yeah. for this is important for you to see from rios he was the artist on heel turn where uh it's where pro wrestling meets dexter okay, i just nice. i just like the idea and they were right here heel turn went from 80 percent to 100 percent funded in the very last day like the following morning was like the countdown show with Pops. Uh-huh. And between like 11 o'clock the night before to one in the morning, somebody went on there and, you know, a bunch of people went on there and spent a shitload of cash. Yeah, I, I mean, look, I'm not quitting. I don't care. If, dude, if I was playing basketball, I'd be doing the same thing. You know, like I don't care what the score is. I'm going, I'm going at it. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I'm also thinking about different, I'm doing, I'm thinking about web comics. I'm thinking, cause the book's done. That's the other part about this. It's done. Like, I don't I dude, I was going to recolor it, reletter it, but otherwise everything's drawn. Everything's pretty much ready to go. Um, yeah. I mean, there was, there was a lot of, Hey man, you learn. I would rather try again. We don't know what's going to happen in the next seven, six, seven days, but, um, I don't know. I feel good about it, dude. We we learned. You, you, I could come back in thirty days and do it again. Um, technically, yeah. So we'll see. We'll we'll uh we'll we'll kind of. It ain't the project. That is not my. Oh uh, no, no no the the project it ain't looks the project. amazing. And you know the more streams I saw you on, where you weren't friending me back on Twitter and and message. I and dude, that, now me. I love you. I'm like dude. I'm sitting here and I'm like dude. This dude's awesome. Uh, <laughs> it was not, dude. I just, I would, bro. This has been a long two months. Oh, like, I, know. I am so, I'm so done. I'm but so the, ready to be mo- done. The more, the more I saw you on streams, I saw you with pops a couple of different times, and you know, over on, over on Red Valkyrie and and a couple other channels that I awesome. follow. Um, and uh, I, I'm just, you know, the more I saw the campaign, and I'm like, and I'm like. Honestly, I thought I thought it should be prob- the goal should probably be more more like fifteen k instead of ten k. I know? I feel the same way. I thought we were going to get way more than this. I thought we'd be like making an action figure at this point. Um, I think what happened was it it it. I I don't know. I don't have an answer for it, dude. I'm I'm also one of those people where, dude, it's 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 a blessing in disguise kind of thing. You know, I always try to find a blessing in disguise. So maybe. Maybe the Lord wants me to do web comics, or maybe they want me to do it a different way. I don't know. Um, but I love, man, I love the camp. Every time I look at the campaign, I'm like, dude, it's 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 on point. Uh, it's it's definitely visually on point. I know the story's on point. I know people's reaction to it when they read it. So, eh, what? <laughs> that is that is life. Um, we'll see what happens in the next week or so. Yeah. Sorry about that. My my daughter's mother's supposed to be coming and dropping off meds for her. Oh, and, no worries, man. No worries. And, and she's like, you know, she's screaming at 
she's screaming at me that the pharmacy has my daughter's date of birth wrong so they wouldn't fill her scripts and i'm like and that's my fault how she's been looking with you for three years what the hell right right well that that goes to what i'm saying i mean that is life you know um so yeah it's like i know know what her date of birth was i was there right right (laughs) but i'll tell you what dude i'll tell you another thing that went on in this see that's the that's the other thing that goes on in life like just real talk um Dude, a lot of people don't even try in life. Um, Rios, bro, I'm I'm glad you tried, and I'm glad your your campaign was successful. Dude, add me on Instagram or something, bro. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I, I'd like to see. I'd like to check out some of your stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, half the battle in life is just trying, dude. I know so many people in life that don't even give it a shot. I, I, I dude, that oh, yeah. most people don't even give it a shot, man. So I don't even have a problem with this. Like I was, I have people that are like, oh, dude, I have a buddy works for Hasbro and he's messaging me. He's like, dude, I could do some artwork and try to pump it up. I'm like, dude, let's just chill out. Whatever's supposed to happen is going to happen. And we'll go from there. Maybe I'm supposed to go in another direction. Maybe it's supposed to be something else. Um, it, but- it's, it's not like you, you can't like, you know, re regroup and, you know, take another, you know, take another run at it like you know i i agree i'm not like like i said it's the campaign we may have done yeah definitely bro um the campaign we may have done kind of you know we didn't know we again the page looks great maybe we did it at the wrong time of year my buddy preston was like going nuts he was like dude you did this wrong you did this wrong i'm like i didn't know it was like that i didn't know you had all these rules um but when you do comic books too Man, I've been able to do some amazing, bruh. I've been able to work with people that I, I really admired growing up and on properties and projects that I admired growing up. Um, none of that none of that came without uh, a certain level of disappointment and a certain level of intestinal fortitude. Like, you're going to get hit, dude. You're going to fall. And if you keep going, things can happen. Um, so... Like something like this, if assuming it does not get funded, I don't even care, man. Like I'm not going anywhere. That's what I was trying to tell Pop Saturday. I was just like, dude, I'm not. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I it, hope don't, y'all, it, I hope y'all take, are enjoying this because I'm not going anywhere, man. So it, it, it don't take much to get him wound up. Right, right. Uh, he he starts the day wound up. So no, and I like that, dude. I like high energy people. I'm I'm a high energy person. Um, so yeah. So yeah, dude. We'll just we'll just reevaluate. We'll see what goes on. Um, and you I, know, and and by all by all means, you know, when when all is said and done, uh, whether it you know, whether it funds or you uh, you have to reassess and, and take another run at it, uh, you know, call up Preston and be like, bro, why didn't you fucking tell me I had to do all this shit? Yeah, dude, he calls me, like, the day I launch it and just rails. And, dude, that's one of my good friends, bro. So he's just railing on me. He's like, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. And I'm like, all right, all right, all right. Well, what the fuck do I got to do to get it right? Um, but I tell you what, though, too, dude, a lot of those backers came from uh, Arcaven. So I do a book with Chuck Dixon. It's free. It's a webcomic. And it comes out every week. And, dude, a lot of the backers came from Arcaven Comics, man. So um, Nice. I, I just... I tell you, that's another, so a couple things that went on. A, from the first show I went on with Don Chin, 
all the way up to world-class bullshitters, which I did last week, that was a nice, um, that was a nice training camp of me, I guess, getting reacclimated in front of the mic and stuff like that. Like, I was really happy with world-class bullshitters, you know what I mean? Like, I went in there, and that's a big show, took it on, um, and I was nervous with Don Chen, that first show. So you learn stuff in that process. Um, I started my own Twitch channel, which, dude, I'm three followers away from affiliate. If anybody wants to go follow me on Twitch, it's Team Laddie, same name. Three people away from affiliate in two weeks. Um, and I'm enjoying doing that. So there's all there's all kinds of benefits that come from this process that might not be visible um, if you just look at the campaign numbers and stuff, you know? Not to mention all the people I met that are fr- I'm friends with now. Like, dude, that that is crazy. Dude, it's, I've been like Santa Claus the last month and a half, you know? I got my nice and naughty list of people who are cool to me and, and people who I've known since grammar school that weren't, you know? So uh, that's, that's another thing. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Dude, Pops was incredible. Um, Arcaven, like I said, was incredible. Shay the Red was incredible. Frog Brothers were great. You've been staying on my ass the whole time, so you've been, you've been cool. Um, yeah, man, a lot of people do. There's a great indie community, and... Um, I don't know. It's cool, dude. It's it's cool to be a part of. It's cool to see firsthand, which I didn't even know existed. I had no clue. Indie Volt, all the all the gang over there have been awesome. Um, yeah, people don't even know it's out there. I didn't. It's there's so much going on, and there's so many uh, there's so many like projects and and everything else out there that it's just you know it's just crazy that's but that's a good thing so back in the you know marvel and dc know that there are creators out there and they for years they they um they busied up the shelves you know like there's a reason there were so many x-men books there's a reason there were like 10 batman books they want their books on the shelf and not yours um, we're also entering into a world where as an indie creator, you can, you don't need a publisher. You can go to an Indiegogo or you can go to a web comics or an archive and, and, and just put out your work, uh, where you couldn't do stuff like that before. So we're, we're in a very interesting time yeah. where, I mean, I've never seen anything like it, you know, dude, I'm sitting here. I, I love 3d printing. I'm sitting here making like this is a foot soldier from the '90s Ninja Turtles. I just printed out yesterday. It, dude, it's insane. I'm gonna paint it, and I'm I'm building another one. Um, I think that's what's coming down the line. I think 3D printing is gonna be a thing where you don't have to go to China or some other country and and deal with molding and stuff like that. Uh, that there's there's definitely a renaissance in independent creation going on. And I think this is the genesis. I think we're very early on in it right now. For sure. For sure, man. And those big companies, dude. Dude, wait till they start doing movies off of this kind of stuff. Like Indiegogo's. You already have something like Kung Fury. Oh, yeah. That was one of the best best movies I've seen in years. That was in 2012. And that movie was awesome. And they're about to do a second movie. So... Yeah, man. I, uh... I think I think there's a positive future no matter what. Well, yeah, whatever I mean, they say. You know, it's 
it's all gonna you know it's all gonna be uh here here we go bad pun uh in the stars uh Well, that's so. That's why I'm kind of leaning towards web comics a lot. Um, is that you can still get ad revenue from stuff like that, um, and you don't have to deal with the overhead. You don't have to deal with the so. So, for example, like Spotify. I'm a big Spotify person. I love music. I devour music. Rios might be like this too if he's drawing all day and stuff like that. Um, it's so much easier for me to just listen to a band right off of my phone immediately than having to go to like, I don't know, a mute, you know, music store or CD, CD warehouse or something like that. Um, I think the same thing's going to be true with comics. I think that's, I think that's the next step is going to be, is going to be just straight digital. Um, now look, I love, I love traditional dude. I got, I got traditional comics all over the place, but I don't know, man. I just, I feel like you can read the tea leaves and kind of see what's coming around the corner. And those Zoomers, we were talking about the Zoomers before, dude. They ain't going to the comic shop, man. They're they're on their phone. Maybe mm-hmm. they go to Barnes and Nobles, but oh man, I just love the web comic format. Again, dude, go go Monster Go on Arcade, well, and it is free. Yeah, I I think a lot of the problem is that uh, you know with with the kids, it's like they don't you know. They don't want to put down. They don't want to put down their phones, and uh, I think half of them can't friggin' read. They, well, good. I hope they can. I hope they enjoy the pictures. But dude, I agree with that. So you should go to their phone. Like if if they're not going to the comic shop and they're just playing on their phone all day, then you should put it on the phone. Um, and that's and that's what we're doing, dude. As as soon as Arcaven gets an app, that's going to be game over. Um. But yeah, my buddy was telling me he reads the book at work. So I just think there's something to it. Uh, they might not. They're looking at their phone. You know that's the case. So that's that's the marketplace. Um, and mm-hmm. it's way easier to get an affiliate at Twitch. It's way easier to start getting ad revenue on Twitch than it is on YouTube. And that's because that's where everybody's at, man. Also, overseas, I know Critical, uh, Critical Blast is working on something to get overseas books to people. But... Uh, yeah, that would be the easiest solution is just go digital too. So that's dude, that's I'm just giving you my honest what's going on in my head right now. Do you ever read comics digitally or no? Uh yeah, because uh I am the content delivery manager for Outright Geekery. Okay, all right. Do you how do you feel about it? Well um some things I don't mind. Uh, like, uh, like there's books that I want to read, but I don't necessarily want to collect. Okay. Right. No space is an issue. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I mean, I got a 2,400 square foot loft, but, uh, I'm trying to sell from here. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, it's a mess from here. Uh, (laughs) I'm trying to sell the majority of my stuff and, and redo, you know, there's like, a few handfuls of titles that I'm going to keep and everything else is going because I was one of those guys that go, Oh, too much money in my pocket. What am I going to do? Oh, go to the comic right. shop. I'll take one of everything. So I ran into a buddy tonight and I'm going to say his name. He's very liberal. Um, 
I'm in sorry. comics, comic, comic, <laughs> wait, wait, but that's fine. That was, that was the reason I brought it up. And com- again, I'm not, I'm, I don't want to be on anybody's team. I'm, that's why my name's Team Laddie. Um, but, you know, we, we had difference of opinions on a couple subjects. And um, I ran into him tonight, dude. We sat there and we talked about Macross and Robotech. And then we started talking about digital comics. And he said that he has a storage unit with another friend of ours where he's got like 100, 200 long boxes in there. And he reads Marvel Unlimited now and stuff like that, dude, because he doesn't want to deal with the space. And so I think it's just something that I, I really feel like it's inevitable. I really feel like it's just it's coming down the line. Um, there's stuff about it that's weird in my head that doesn't make sense. But it's just it is what it is, dude. If you're a writer, I mean, you're not writing on a typewriter anymore. There's no original manuscript. No, nope. it's just some it's, you know, it's just a word file or something. Um, yeah, that's that's where I'm writing. Uh which, by the way, I'm writing a full-length story and three short stories right now. Two are already in the bag. Uh, then put them out. I'm, I'm still attaching to material stuff. The lights coming from a phone can be disturbing after five minutes. I See, I thought I was going to be like that. Um, and I had Marvel Unlimited. Dude, I got Marvel Unlimited, and I read like 200 issues of friggin' Spider-Girl and the MC2 universe in like a month. I read so many friggin' comics. Um this this will get and, you. And, and just to be just to be counterpoint on this, dude, you're looking how, how often are you, are you looking at your phone in general though? You know what I mean? Dude, I wake up and I start looking at my phone. Like we're until, always until I have phone. to plug it back in. Dude, all the friggin' time. Uh so it's just um I get it. I get it. Um And I'm even worse now because I got myself a nice tablet. Uh Thank you, Stimmy Check. Uh, and so when my phone dies, and I'm basically I'm I'm sitting there and I'm scrolling through stuff. I'm not scrolling through Facebook because I'm in fake book jail. Thank you, Fuckerberg. Uh, I responded to a meme, and apparently I made I made one of the one of the fake checkers uh, feel uh, scared for you know, and want to run home to, uh, you know, their mother's basement and stuff. But I'm, lo- I'm looking at Rio's stuff, bro. He rocks, man. Uh, oh, my God. Sorry, it's killer. He's working on, like, two or three other projects, too. That's awesome, dude. Do it. Do it. Rocking it, man. I like the... Uh... I'm always going to be a fan of the cartoony stuff more. Um, So, yeah. But nah, dude, you kick ass. And dude. And, and now, now you only need uh, two more people to become an affiliate on uh, on Twitch. Oh, dude, if you added me on Twitch, we're definitely friends. But yeah, yeah. dude. Um, what, what whatever the hell that means. Right, uh, right. Well, affiliate just means that I get paid. Like they'll put an advertising in the front of my videos, and I'll get paid for it. So. Oh. Well, so that that that's what went on back in the day. That's what we were talking about with my buddy at the bar. Um. There's a reason comic book artists get paid less today than they did in the 90s, and it's advertising. No, dude, you really do. You really do. Um, And that was just from me quickly browsing while I'm looking at my phone. Um, It's because of advertising. So if the advertising is going to these other areas, right now, dude, I did a G.I. Joe comic, came out July, early July, July 7th. Dude, it's nothing but house ads. There's nothing but house ads in the whole book. It's it's for other yep. IDW books. Um, back in the day, it would be like Cookie Crisp or Snickers or, you know, whatever. Whatever it's going to be. The, the That's why you away. got paid, man. The, That's where you got paid from. Yeah, the, the 1,001 soldiers in a box. 
And then you get them in and they're all flat plastic and you're very disappointed. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, uh, but enough about my childhood. <laughs> well, that's so that's the other thing, too. So I have association with different companies and I'm just like, dude, I might reach out to them and just see if they'll they'll buy some ad space on my webcomic, you know, um, or on whatever, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I just think. And, and uh, the other thing about comics is that you so let's say we do an Indiegogo. I come out with this book. You get it December, January. And then what? You got to wait until I do another campaign, go through this whole process again, and then you get it in like the next summer, dude. At least with a web comic, it's a weekly thing. You're constantly getting hit with it. You're constantly seeing it. Go monster, go every every Monday. We're doing it. Go monster Mondays. Go go monster, go. Chuck Dixon, Tim Laddie. Um, I, I I just think there's something to it, dude. I'm and so I think this whole process was just something I had to go through to get to this. Where now I'm like, dude, I'm excited. I got another book I want to do. This is already done. So I'm like, I'm just going to turn this into a webcomic. Uh, and then I got another book I want to do that's all like Halloween related. And Halloween's right around the corner. Huh? Tomorrow yeah, absolutely, dude, Eastern, absolutely. we're talking to uh, Joe Bennett on Livid Comics Lair. And uh, pop around if you guys have the chance. I'll, I'll pop in. It'll be quick because I'm talking to Monty Moore tomorrow night. So, uh. And then I'm doing an art stream at, at 11. Um, I was doing I was doing Twitch for a while, and we get like one or two viewers that you know, one or two people on Twitch that would be watching, and nobody would be saying anything ever, except right, right. except except for the one Russian bot that wanted us to pay him for uh, for followers and to claim my superstar status. Well, so that's the thing. Like, there's a there's definitely a bunch of stats that you need to hit uh, to get it. And I'm, I'm, y'all, I'm so close, man. I'm, I'm three away. If I get three fall, all my stats are on point. Like we have a nice little community of people that show up every day. Um, it's two funny. more followers. Y'all, dude, just team Laddie on Twitch, man. It's so easy. Uh, and dude, it's fun, man. So we talk about comics, we talk about cartoons, and then I kind of like. Sometimes I work on my own thing, but most of the time I just ask everybody in the chat and I'm just like, dude, what do y'all feel like drawing? And we just kind of come up with something. We create something. Yeah. And Art, um, artists and then, do and, really artists do really well on Twitch. Uh, I have I have no such talent, but I was I was streaming uh, the art, the art. I was putting the art stream up there, but we weren't really getting anything. But nobody could go by, go back and look because. Twitch won't allow videos from StreamYard to stay up there. Really interesting. That might be a workaround. I'll have to ask my buddy. All right, because uh, he's a he's a true Zoomer and he just knows. He just hooked up my computer, did everything for me. Um, yeah, my, I, he got I, it I, so I could listen to like um, Spotify and I don't get like copyright stuff, copyright strikes. So he knows what he's doing, dude. Because um, I was getting a copy strike, copyright strike like every show. But oh, yeah, yeah, dude, it's crazy. fun, dude. I was doing art critiques. Um, we were drawing like, dude, we were drawing Gundam. We were drawing Tiger Sharks, which was like the you had you had oh, Thundercats, I, you had Silverhawks, and you had Tiger Sharks. You know, there's you're you're hard pressed to find a cartoon from from the seventies through the nineties that I don't know. <laughs> if you know Tiger Sharks, bro, that's a friendship test. We we're friends now. So, I, know, yeah, I, know, dude, I did that. I know Exo shit. Squad too. Uh, dude, Exo Exo Squad was freaking awesome, man. Um, 
bionic. I might do Exo Squad tomorrow. But yeah, dude. So we're just like we watch the video, dude. It's fun. And then what? What I really like about it is that the Discord, the Discord itself is becoming a thing. So you might have somebody in the Netherlands. You might have somebody in in Georgia or somebody in the Colorado, and everybody's like becoming friends and chit chatting. And they started another group. Uh, my little Padawan Sydney started a craft group. Dude, it's cool, man. And that's what we should be doing, dude. Don't don't fall for the trap. Don't fall for the trick. No. Nope. You ever seen um God, what is the movie with Matthew Matthew Broderick? Um, where they have like the supercomputer? War games. You ever oh, seen War games. War games? Yeah, I just watched that the other day. Dude, what what is the trick in war games? So you just watched it. Oh, I How do you remember. beat the computer? What is what is the only winning move? Dude, I don't remember. I, I don't know what I had for breakfast today. God damn it, Joker uh, fan. The, o- the only winning move, the only winning move is not to play. Like, dude, they want us all to play right now. They want us all to be engaged in their stupid effing game. The only mm-hmm. winning move is not to play. I opt out. I, I I do not consent. I'm not part of this. I'm not part of this dumb nonsense. One of these. Um, so, yeah, dude. F all. Nothing more American than fuck you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. Or or Brazilian. Um, so <laughs> for my man. So yeah, dude, I don't want to play that game. I want to have like, dude, I just want to hang out with people that like comics and cool stuff and are friendly. And dude, I, I might even make that my only rule. Don't be an asshole. And you can come in and hang out, you know, we can draw yeah. stuff and chit chat. You know, that, that's pretty much it, you know. Um, and, you know, Rio, it's not for nothing. You could you could send Tim, Timmy, and I up a couple of them Brazilian women, you know. Uh, I, I, I love. I, I have a Brazilian woman, dude. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't have her, but we're uh, we're friendly. Um, I said she always she, she tells me I send her stuff in Portuguese and stuff all the time. Um, yeah, man. I speak Very a little, be- beautiful, I, beautiful, beautiful women down there. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah, I speak a little Portuguese, but it's it's not no words that I could. Could or would want to say on here. Oh, Rio. she's gorgeous, man. I'm going to tell her I talked about her on stream. She'll get a kick out of it. Rios um, might, un- Rios might un- unsubscribe if I say the words in Portuguese. I know. <laughs> but let, let's let's look more at this. I, I love this. All right. You got like these panels, like all animated and everything. I mean, this is this is one of the better looking campaigns I've seen on Indiegogo this year. I, I appreciate that, brother. Thank you. So, uh, why don't you give <laughs> it was us- not, that was not our issue by far. I, I know it's, I know it's a good campaign. Uh, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm just, look, I'm just saying, take the compliment, asshole. No, I am. No, I'm agreeing with you. I'm agreeing with you. I, no, no, I didn't mean it like that. I, I, I just totally- meant, you know, one of the, one of the better looking presentations on Indiegogo that I've seen. A lot of them are just, you know, straightforward, not, you know, right. You know, anim- animated, you know, Pegs and every you know everything else. So, why don't why don't you give us the rundown on the of the story? I know it's a it's a hundred and twenty five page hardcover, which people yeah. aren't getting. It's like right off the bat, it's a hundred and twenty five page hardcover. Now look now look at that goal and tell me that that's not more than reasonable. Oh yeah, if you look at the prices, we're not. It, dude, it's it's very very fair. Um, so it's a story story of three kids and who are taken aboard a flying saucer, 
And when they're on there, the saucer kind of morphs around them and gives them these suits that make them look like aliens, like little green men. But the saucer is actually a time machine. So it takes them back in time where they crash land in Roswell in 1947. So they're technically the Roswell aliens. From there, it's their journey throughout time to kind of dealing with history's mysteries. Like they knock Amelia Earhart's plane out the sky. One of them falls in love with Anne Frank. They get a Yeti as a pet. It is a... It is a great time travel, and this book specifically, are it's a great creative tool for me to just, like, have fun and uh, genre jump. And, dude, if I want to go to and tell a pirate story next, I'll tell a pirate story. If I want to tell, like, a medieval story or maybe put them in a labyrinth with a minotaur or something like that, I can do that. And, uh, man, it's just enjoyable characters that I, I love. Um... And again, 125 page, 124 plus pages for 25 bucks, hardcover. So, yeah, we, uh, that, that's that's crazy. It's a deal, dude. Yeah, no. It, it, well, dude, even if we hit the 10k, I don't make anything, man. You know, like I don't, I don't I'm not gonna make a penny. No, like I'm just, doing this. I'm doing. I'm doing this for love, dude. I'm doing just, this because I love just gonna, Yeah, just gonna get the book out in front of people. That's it. I've I've always felt like that. It's so not the, the project. The, it's just something that you want everybody to read because you love it. When you do comics, I keep asking friends of mine, why are you doing this? Like, why do you do this? Why did you... Because if you do this, and I'd be curious, Rios, what would you have to say? Why, why are you doing this, brother? You know what I mean? Like, the, you could go work for an animation studio. You could go do graphic design and, I don't know, do do ads for a car dealership or something like that, you know? Like, why do you why do you put yourself through the, the trials and the tribulations of comic book art, of sequential art? Um, I think it just takes a different breed of people. It's people that want to give back and... Um, I don't know. Just have love for it, dude. I want to. I want to pass on what was given to me. I guess, in a sense, dude. I grew up in the '80s and '90s, and we just had so much cool stuff. Dude, we're talking about tiger sharks and exo. Dude, exo squad's one of the best stories you'll ever see. Um, and that's like a nothing show. People don't even know what that is. You had so much good stuff. Like again, I had Macross on today. I had Robotech on today, and I was blown away. I was like, this is this is unbelievable. It's from the 70s, from the 80s. Um, so, yeah, dude, it's a labor of love. I know for that sure. stuff because I own it. <laughs> I, dude, I had never seen Macross. I saw an ad or somebody posted something in um, uh, some group I'm in on Facebook or something like that, right? And I was just like, hey, let me put this on and check it out. And I was friggin' blown. One episode. That's what I'm doing after this. I'm going to go watch some more Macross. Uh, 1982, and it was just so good, man. So good. Oh yeah, I was I was watching it back then. Yeah, man. My my cousin had um he had a Robotech toy I remember playing with, but I didn't know what it was, and I wouldn't have understood it at the time anyway. Like it's dude, the captain of the ship is like always drunk or something like that. Like there there's a lot of themes going on, adult themes that I probably it would have gone over my head, but it was really good. I was really impressed. Animation was great too. Oh, oh yeah, it was it was so good. And for a while I wasn't getting into it because uh I was like, nah, Star Blazers is better. I'm I'm gonna check that out next, dude. Like I'm I'm all about it. We were talking oh. about this. I was on my buddy State Puffs 83's channel. Um man, I guess we were doing it Friday, 
and we were talking about over the top with Stallone and just how many how that was like a that was like a dud of a movie, you know? Like that probably wasn't a block uh, a a box office hit, but it was such a good movie and it had a lot of heart. So there's so much content out there. Um I don't know. Support support the indies, man, and it doesn't have to be night stars. Support Rio's book or support somebody. I, I backed a book that was all about tennis players. It was two brothers playing tennis, and I was just like, dude, this looks awesome. Oh, like, that, I'm grab that, it. That sounds a game, like, a game of doubles was. I think that was the name of it. I was like, dude, this looks awesome. That, that sounds like manga right there. Well, it was it, it was American. It looked like Jim Mafood artwork, like the style. I just happened to catch it in Comic Book Madness, Pops' group. And um, I'm a big tennis fan, and it looked like a fun slice of life story about two middle-aged or maybe older than middle-aged brothers having some kind of, you know, some kind of battle. Uh, man, it sounded refreshing. I was like, dude, I'll back this. That and um, what, what's the one Graham Nolan's doing? Those are the last two books I backed. Uh, Alien Alamo or whatever it is. A- yeah, Alien Alamo and the one before that was the Chinoo, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, all right, that looks fun. I'm more excited about the damn game of doubles. I was like, I'm more excited about the, the that book. Just, just I, something different, man. You know, like I, 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 I know because I, I get a, I get a, I get a kick out of uh, a, a bunch of these guys that you know we all know the name. Obviously, you know, you know, you know Chuck's, and I mean, yeah. Chuck, Chuck's the shit. He he broke. Uh, I'd say probably a good seventy percent of. Uh, every DC comic I ever read. <laughs> I, I agree, dude. I, I, I've told him multiple times, you wrote my adolescence, you know? Um, dude, one day I look up on Facebook and Chuck goes, backed it. And dude, I almost teared up, man. I was just like, dude, one of my, one of my childhood creative idols backed my Indiegogo. I don't care if it gets funded or not, dude. Like I already won, you know, like Chuck, Chuck Dixon backed this book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> verified Chuck Dixon back this book. So that like that meant the world to me, man. Um it really did. That was that was the coolest thing in the world. That might have been the highlight of this whole campaign in my opinion for me, like personally, personal goal. It's like Chuck Dixon tried to buy my book. I dude, it, you can't even make it up. Um, it's like I'm good. <laughs> dude, I was on the phone with my buddy who's another big like, you know, he's he's a he's a Dixonite or a fan of the DC books growing up, and I and I, I read it. I was like, dude. I was like, Chuck Dixon just said he backed my book. I was like, man. I was like, that's crazy. So, um, yeah. Oh yeah, because I, uh, I like definitely like geeked out uh, back in 2019. I got to uh, cover Rhode Island Comic Con out here for uh, Outright Geekery. And I got to meet Chuck's partner on Bane, Graham. Graham. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I hung out with Graham for about 20 minutes, three days in a row, and felt like, you know, I'm, I'm the, you know, you, you get that, you know, you talk, you talk to a creator for like five or 10 minutes, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's my boy. And it's like, right, right, right. He don't, know you, from, he don't know you from shit. You, you want Chuck, you want, you want Graham to remember you, you know, go by, well, he remembers me because I was the only guy in a wheelchair. But uh, you know, go by Graham's booth and bring him a nice cigar. Uh, be like, that's what I'm saying. You never know, dude. People, people definitely. Um, it's a, it's a small world, dude. You can have an imp, and well, that goes to show you, dude. You can have an impact on somebody's life like that. You know, oh, yeah. 
Um, Chuck Dixon doing that. That was a big, I, I don't know. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell him something, but hey, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, that's crazy. It was just, it was, it was very surreal to me. Um, everybody's giving Kevin Smith shit. Dude. I did. I, that's fine. I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I don't want to see the show. But man, I tell you what, dude, he was a he was a goddamn good dude to me in person multiple times. Got to be around him many times. And um that's what I said on World Class Bullshitters, dude. Like you can say I don't care. Say whatever you want about He Man. I don't think he even wrote it. I don't think he even had anything to do with it. I think they probably just walked up to him, gave him a check, said, Let's use your name, and that's probably what happened. I don't think he even lied. When he said it's a show about He Man, he probably didn't even know the difference, dude. He probably just used that to fun clerks three. But, um, man, in person, dude, he was amazing. He was so cool, so, so genuine, so, like, normal Kevin Smith, like, from the movies. It was, I don't know, it was just awesome, man. Yeah, um, I, I've met I've met him in person before, and he's, he's always been nice to everybody. I think the, the thing that, you know, even worse than what they did with the franchise – that pissed everybody off was, you know, he sat, he sat there like a politician and, and just like, you know, lied to everybody about See, what, what he did, which is what I, I, I really wonder if he knew, I really do, bro. I really wonder if he, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, I wonder, did he even put pen to paper on this show? Cause he's the showrunner, whatever that means. Um, Dude, they might have just used his name. I I, I I have no idea. But um But so so let me ask you this. Does that ruin He-Man for you? Uh well, I didn't want to be one of those people that saw all all the internet, because the internet is infamous for one thing, and it's talking shit about everything. And sure, sure. So I'm like, I go, well, I'm not gonna just stop heaping all this stuff on there and and adding adding kerosene to the hate fire the only the only winning move is not to play so i actually watched it okay and uh then i you know you haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to say too much about I, it. They, uh, trust me, I don't care, and I know what happens anyway. Yeah. You know, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to watch it. Um, there, there were something, you know, there, you know, every every so often is like, oh, that's fucking cool. Okay, all right. Uh, Orko's death was fucking badass. Okay. Uh, uh, Evil Lynn's fucking hot. Uh, okay, that <laughs> fucking a man. I'm good. That that counteracts Tila, you know. Um, so. <laughs> and you know, and and the, the rest of it, I'm like, uh, you know, they they were like a few things that I liked, and I'm like, it was. I think, in my opinion, most of it was all fluff and just lazy storytelling which is all that Hollywood has been doing for like five or 10 years now. So no doubt about it, dude, but it's my whole thing was like, it's Netflix. Like they literally put out borderline child porn. Allegedly. Could it be with little babies or little darlings or whatever it was? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think's going to happen? 
Um, and that's why I'm just like, that's that's the maturity level or that I've got. I'm almost 40. I'll be 40 in September. Um, I'm just like, dude, I'm just not going to – I don't even want to see it. Like, I'm good. Like, dude, that doesn't change He-Man for me. Like, I just don't even – I don't even pay attention to it. It's just whatever. Um, that's when I that's when I drop my my script to uh, Netflix is when they did that cuties thing. I'm like, nope. No, cuties. Right, right. Cuties. It's disgusting. I mean, that's it, effing disgusting. It's like, no, it's it's feminism and female empowerment. No, it's not. Yeah, I'm not playing. I, I um, that is the one rule. Don't be an asshole. Don't fuck with kids, man. I'm not playing the kid game. Um, yep. That's otherwise I don't give a shit what you do. Just stay away from kids. Don't don't mess with kids, man. Um, but yeah, dude, that uh. So yeah, I just don't. I don't really. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. I think everybody will forget about it in a couple weeks. I guess until like season two comes out or whatever it is. But um, no, that doesn't change He Man for me. The guy that created He Man, Mark Taylor. There's a great video. I guess it's from like 2016, 2018. Um, PowerCon. And he does about a 45-minute interview, and, dude, all he does is shit on Mattel, shit on Filmation. Dude, it's friggin' amazing. And um, and he just talks – he talks about He-Man, and you can just feel the essence of He-Man coming out of him. You know what I mean, dude? And it's just yeah. like effing right, man. I, dude, I highly encourage everybody to go ride it. Oh, what's going on? Dude, you, you're getting a good one tonight, brother. Uh, yeah, I finally found my way here. I was, I was going to mess with him and show up like five minutes late, tell him I couldn't be here or something. No, we're having, dude, we're hitting it off. We're having a blast, but we're, we're, uh, we're, we're tackling some tough subjects. Yeah, um, I, I almost had to take my wheelchair down to the bayou and tase him. Uh, you can't calm me down, man. You can't call. Me. So yeah, no, nah, dude. Uh, nah. So like I said, it was, um, doesn't affect He-Man for me, but dude, I would really go watch that Mark Taylor. So the other thing about that Mark Taylor interview is that as he's talking about He-Man, and if they, he, A, he's like just dogging Mattel. He's saying Mattel should just stick to making Barbies and blah, blah, blah. They don't understand who He-Man is. Filmation doesn't understand who He-Man is. And that he want that if they ever did another He-Man, they should do a cottage industry. That's what's going on here. That's what this movement is. It's cottage industry, independent, you know, homemade. That's what it is, man. It's um. Yeah, but you know, none none of those big corporations are going to let go of that trademark ever. Then stop buying it. Then stop. Then stop messing with He Man and just go make something else. I dude, yeah. I already started one. I watched that Mark Taylor interview. I was dude. I was probably working on Ghostbusters or something like that. I'm staying up late. And I just, I'm, you know, I'm watching YouTube. I like having something on in the background. I was so inspired. I started working on my own He-Man thing. I might do that down the line, you know? Um, it's not, I'm, you know, it's not that tricky. Barbarians and kind of like spacey kind of tech, you know, tell your own story. I got a Brave Star story that I want to tell. Well, Ooh. NBC Universal won't break off Brave Star, so I'll rework it and make my own thing. Um, you know, we can we can do that and still have it. Dude, that's what Watchmen was. Watchmen was supposed to be like the the DC characters, right? Mm-hmm. Or it was going to be the Charleston characters or something like that. Yeah, and then the he Charleston reworked it, and he he rewrote it, and and now it's it and... now it's Watchmen. You know what I mean? So I mean, it's just just as iconic as anything else. Doctor Manhattan and stuff like the comedian is just the comedian's button 
is one of the most iconic images in comic books. Yep. So and you can do it no, too. Unless, we can do it ask, too. Unless you ask Alan, then it's just uh, you know bastardization of his. Right. Image. Well, I don't know. We'll see what Dave Gibbons says. But um, yeah. you know, <laughs> you get you got to hold on to some things. You know, I'm a, I'm a right. big Alan Moore fan, but yeah, uh, he's crazy as fuck. So uh, no, he is. There's a documentary about him where um, it's called I don't forget what it's called, but he. He's like a witch now and stuff like that. But he, but you know what? He's a big Kirby defender, which I really appreciate. Yeah. Um. So I like I'm I'm I I know somebody that knows Alan Moore pretty well, I guess. And um, he has very good things to say about him. So I'm, i I like Alan Moore. I'll, I'll yeah. I've like got him. a I've got a I've got a great book for uh, like the fiftieth anniversary of of him coming out, where it's like 140 different creators from from every every walk came out and, and has something to say about him and a, a lot of stuff from, you know, his childhood and, you know, oh, really? on, on through it's uh it's a very telling book. I'll, I'll snapshot a picture of it so you can check it out. Yeah, it's, please do. Now that uh, Kirby thing's a big one for me, dude. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't know about the Kirby situation growing up. God knows. I didn't know about the Bill Finger situation. Um, if you ever see that, doc- I watched that documentary, man, dude. I went outside and I started crying, bro. I was just, you know. Oh, I, uh, I, I know all about good that. Good God, I'm, bro. I'm, I'm friends with, with Bill's granddaughter. Are you really, dude? No way. Um, So, you know, I know Michael Uslan and them and David. So they were the ones at the end of that movie that brought him to go. I don't know what Batman movie they were going to see. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. God bless them, man. Um. Uh, a friend of mine uh, does like a lot of play stuff out here, like locally, yeah. and uh, the the local troupe uh, basically did the Bill Finger story. No way! No way! And, and they they invited uh, they invited uh, Athena down for the uh, for the premiere. Uh, also had you know every had like a whole bunch of cosplayers there, like all Batman stuff. Yeah, like outside waving the cars in and they had somebody else who brought like their their mock-up 66 batmobile and they actually got like a, a a local politician actually got it uh that the day of the premiere of that was actually uh renamed in massachusetts bill finger day wow so um, so yeah I, I follow her online i see her you know i used to see her at conventions like you know, all the time and, and, and talk to her. She's uh, at some point supposed to, supposed to come on here. Uh, Pop says, go check out Glenn B. Fleming's book and video. I wonder about if Jack I have Kirby. that one. Which one do I have? I think I have the Mark, uh, whatever, Mark, whatever, the one he wrote. Yeah. Hold on. Glenn, Hold Glenn's, on. Actually, Glenn's actually been to his house. It's crazy. And for more on that, Check out a back episode with Glenn B. Fleming right here on Creators Outlet. Anywhere you can download podcasts. How's that for a commercial? So I'm looking at this historic collection. Uh, the items in the featured tier are a custom emoji set, which we can see further down. Uh, the hardcover. The heart. Plus the plus the variant, uh, plus the Yeti graphic T-shirt and the sticker pack, all for seventy five dollars. 
So two hardcores, the stickers, the emojis, and the and the t-shirt, all that for $75 is, you know, just both copies of the book should be, you know, close to 75 for a, for a hardcover. It's crazy. All right, sorry, sorry about that. I'm, I broke, I broke the seal, man. So, uh, but yeah, oh, okay. no, I didn't. Um, I didn't know about Kirby growing up. Somebody told me how to drink and draw years ago, and I mean, my jaw hit the floor. I was blown away. Um, and yeah, when you Glenn, look, at- Glenn's actually been been to Jack's house and you know sat down and had dinner with Jack and his wife and. That's crazy. He's in. He's interviewed him not uh, not while he was you know, uh, you know it was at, it was after he had retired and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. He's uh, it's uh, you know, and he didn't ask you know just talk to him. Didn't ask him you know Marvel DC or any of that stuff. You know, didn't want to seem like an attack on him. But yeah, there's uh, there's a new uh, re-edit of. Of the movie, basically, you know, a day in the life of uh, retired, retired king. Yeah, there's a um, there's a great documentary on YouTube. It's about five parts, and it's really good. Um, just breaking breaking down Kirby's career and stuff. Like, I think it was Mark something. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, most people don't know that stuff. You know, I remember I went to an art high school. And um, we had to pick an artist for, you know, each little group had to pick an artist. And they picked Stan Lee. Stan Lee was the artist for our group and stuff. But you, you, right, right. But you didn't, you, nobody knew who Jack Kirby was. Nobody even understood. And um, even to this day, it's probably, man, I would love to know the real story of what went on there. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll I, never I know. Think, I, think, I think Jack was ingrained in me. Because, you know, sometime in my teenage years, I was like in high school and, you know, I found my first comic shop when I was 15. It's still my comic shop to this day. Uh, I've worked and been the assistant manager at that comic shop. Oh, and, no way. Uh, you know, I would I would go through boxes and I, I came across the uh, the superpowers uh, miniseries. And I'm like, holy crap, Jack Kirby. And I'm thinking to myself, how did I know that was Jack Kirby? I'm like, Probably all the blocky lines and craziness. See, I know. see that's the other thing too. It's it's a, it's an acquired taste. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Jack Kirby as a kid. I didn't understand it. Um, and as I matured, as I, I as I refined as a comic book fan. And I started seeing what was going on. I was just, you know, I'm just blown away. And then you can see his work and other people's work. You know, somebody might draw like a choppy, choppy knee or a choppy arm or something like that. And you kind of understand what was going on here. Yeah, dude, the, true, uh, really, the really Kirby, The Kirby crackle to this day. Oh, I love, dude, what do you think's going on behind this girl right here? What do you think that is? It's Kirby Rem- crackle. Re- remnants of Jack going everywhere. Yeah, dude, dude, he, he's still, that is, I mean, it's Kirby crackle. Um, yeah, man. So they took the visual medium and they they created the language. People like him, people like Eisner, at least the American language. And then when you go to when you go to Asian countries and Japan and stuff like that, they have a whole different visual 
visual language that they use. You know, it mm-hmm. might be like a teardrop falling in front of the face or whatever, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, those are those are kind of my two guys. I love Eisner. I love Kirby. The Eisner Eisner would have been a great webcomic artist. He Eisner was doing stuff that they're still not doing today. It's it's shocking. Um and Kirby Kirby could draw something completely wrong. <laughs> There's a great fight scene where Kirby drew like an extra arm or an extra leg on one of the people. And it still looks good. Like, I mean, it is absolutely wrong. And it still looks awesome. Yeah, um, and, and you have to look more than once to actually spot the extra line. It's, it's it, dude, true genius, true, um, I mean, they created I can't even imagine. Dude, there's no, there's no Google. There's no, you know, there's no YouTube tutorial or something like that. Like, these guys are just making it up out of their heads. I mean, it's, it's crazy crazy it's so yeah it's, it's big insane fan. now i have a kirby autographed um there was a a french lithograph that had come out probably right around right around before he died and um somebody had it in their attic in like mississippi and it ended up at the comic shop and they called me because they knew i was a big kirby fan i'm just like how much what do you want how much for it and i was able to grab it dude and it has kirby's autograph in pencil um love it man it's hanging up over there love it dr yeah. doom just like looking at you it's so cool looking in like varia oh it's like, gorgeous uh my friend that i do uh the boomer podcast with uh he he's pulled like a couple of books out of like you know antique shops and you know they've got like damage you know like like a tear out of the bottom cover. Like yeah. he, he pulled like years ago now, he, he pulled the first appearance of Kang out of out of a out of a friggin' antique shop. And it had like it's got like a small tear bottom center uh on the cover. And every everything else is fine. And uh, he paid two dollars for it. That's cool. You know? And you know, he's got, he's got other books. He goes, he goes, and you know, he'll be like, oh yeah, I just got this. He goes, oh, I got that. And then he'll open it up and inside the front page underneath, underneath the fine print, Jack signature. Oh, wow. Wow. That's I'm cool. Like, I'm like, it's official. I hate you. He's like, you right, told right. Me that, you told me that last week. I go, you have no idea how much hate I have. I'm, I'm about uh, dude, to paint my face like a clown and murder you. Or I or look at, at the at least I look at the book. signature look more than I look at the picture. You know, like yeah. uh, it's just kind of cool that that was Kirby's pencil. You know, like it's I don't know, it's neat. It's you know, it's insane. But uh, hey, let's get back to your book. I, yeah. Oh yeah, that's why we're here. Uh, so tell us about the the featured tier, the historic collection. Right. So this would be both copies of the book. This would be both hardcovers, the, the cover by myself and the other cover by Dan Shoning and Louis Delgado. Then you'd also get the sticker pack, three stickers. You get the emojis and you'd also get a T-shirt. So for $75, two hardcover books and a T-shirt by themselves and a sticker pack. You know, do the math on that one. Um 
So that would, and that was Shay the Red. She was the one that we, you know, she was like, you got to do a featured tier. Um, oh, yeah. You learn again. You learn as you go. Every, everything's a learning curve all the way, you know, all the way down. I don't, like I said, or like I said previously, I don't have a problem with that. It does. It, I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to uh, figure it out. I'd rather get in the, I'd rather get in the pool and learn how to swim than sit there and watch everybody. Oh, so, yeah. um, no, nah, that's a custom emoji set. That's for, uh, not for people like us. That's for the Zoomers and the young kids. They can go get the emoji set. So that'd be 16 emojis. I do everything in, in seven. So one plus six is seven. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm obsessed with numbers. Uh, sticker pack, three stickers. So, and in this, again, this is more like retro stickers. Mario 3, Spider-Man 300. Then this would be your PDF. That was Pops' idea, the $10 PDF tier. So yep. we were talking about digital earlier. And um, that, was, that was a good idea. Like a dozen absolutely. people jumped on that because overseas yeah, shipping bunch of them or Canada all suck. You, What are you going to do? You know, like it's the shipping is a, it's a thing. Um, I wish we could figure out a way around it, but it's, yeah, it's it, definitely it's a thing. Yeah, it's going up. Like, like you mentioned RJ earlier from Critical Blast. Right. And he's figured, out a, he's figured out a way to get like – all the UK and surrounding area books into the US f- for you know fulfillment and distribution and uh you know and lower the, lower the price so you know the creator gets you know makes out better and more right. importantly all the fans make out better uh as of yet I don't I haven't talked to him about it recently I talked to him about it like uh, I think like four or five months ago, and uh, he he was st- he was actually still working on uh, getting somebody to do the same thing he's doing, but on the opposite end. And right, I, right. I think once that that's done, it'll open up more. Plus, uh, of course, uh, you know the Indie Vault crew, and you know uh, all this all the stuff uh, going on with them with Varian getting sto- getting all these stores all over the country. Yeah, know, yeah. Get indie books on the shelves, and they've got a. I don't know what it is. Pops does, but he ain't talking, and he better not. Uh, they're gonna have a big announcement uh, in the upcoming weeks about stuff going on, and uh, <clears throat> it's it's something to keep your ear to because uh, okay, yet 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 never know. And then we have. Oh, so right. So then you have the volume one hardcover. Um, you have both copies right there. You have my copy and then uh, Dan Schoening and Luis Elgato's cover. Yeah. Same thing. Just choose your cover. It's going to be the uh, 25 cover. bucks hardcover, stickers, and emojis. Then this would bundle. This, again, same thing here. You pick your cover, but you're going to get the T-shirt this time. So $50, 124 plus page hardcover, stickers, emojis, and a, and a T-shirt. 50 bucks. Choose your cover. Dan Schoening or Lou, Dan Schoening, Lou Salgado or myself. Win, win either way, this, in my opinion. And this is the same thing. It's just the variant. Correct. Correct. Cover. And then double time, of course, is is both, both covers. Both covers. You just don't get the T-shirt. Yep. It's everything. This is the everything but the T-shirt. Right. And then this is the head sketch. So you would just get a head sketch, any character you want. Um, inside the book, we're going to leave a little spot for it. Um, doesn't have to be a Night Stars character; it can be Macross, 
can be exo squad like get crazy like you know you can pick whatever you want for something like this i um i I love again have a twitch stream i'm only three away from affiliate and i love drawing i love drawing random characters um if i'm drawing tiger sharks you know i love drawing random characters so pick Uh, something weird uh jason the wheel warriors uh dude i was watching jason the wheel warriors the other day because i'm always curious what I don't know. I, I just like looking back at these shows and seeing what worked, what didn't work. I was watching like King Arthur and the Knights of whatever, where it was like the football team that like went back to the past and was King Arthur. I love all that. Oh, stuff. yeah. That uh, that that King, cracked me up because that that whole thing was uh, the uh, the Flash Gordon movie from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. It was like King Arthur and the Knights of something, man. But it was cool, dude. It's like I remember watching it as a kid. I was watching Seabear and Jamal, like all kinds. I just like seeing, if you look at the past, you can kind of see the trends. You can kind of see whatever. Um, So I'm I'm obsessed with that. And and just, I'm I'm a big fan of free TV viewing apps. Uh, And I have fallen in love in the last year with Tubi. Okay, I'd heard of Tubi. I've uh, I've messed with what's the other one on um Amazon? God, uh, it's got all the Bond movies. What is it called? Oh yeah, yeah. It's with, uh, it's with the eyes. Pluto or something. Pluto, Pluto. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll put I, that I, on every movie. I, I, ha- I have that one too. What I just couldn't think of the name of it. Um, but but they, this goes back they, to what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's advertising. It's advertising. Yeah. And they they've got a bunch of uh old animated stuff on there. Matter of fact, uh, yesterday I watched the entire run of the '60s Batman cartoon. Oh, uh, no they, way! That they re-aired in the '70s, and they've got the they've got the Superman '60s Bat uh, cartoon up there, and it's right you know it's right next to a bunch of other uh, you know old cartoons and new anime, and you know right in right smack in the middle is uh, the animated Planet Hulk, and. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Sounds incredible. Planet Hulk was good. I remember enjoying that. I know what I'm doing for like the next two weeks. <laughs> right, right. Uh, so this one is uh, the custom emoji set, uh, the hardcover, your cover, the variant, the T-shirt, the sticker pack, and the sketch inside the book. Right. Get weird. Do something. Do something. Give me some tiger sharks or something fun to draw. Um, oh, this yeah. was another one we added in. This is uh, Dinner Ready as Backer. So the first four chapters are going to be the original Roswell storyline, and then we're going to add a brand new one, which is the introduction of the Yeti. So you get to be a villager in Nepal that gets eaten by a Yeti um, in the comic book. And that includes the T-shirt, the two hardcovers, the stickers, the emojis, all, all of the above. You just, I'm, uh, I'm you know. surprised Trigger Chris didn't didn't get this he loves getting killed in a comic oh really i'm gonna do it classy it's an all-ages book so i'm not gonna get too crazy with it but uh you know it's not gonna be like a ryan otley scene where it's like blood and guts everywhere but you know it'll be an, an overlooming shadow or something like that you know you know it's like you you see you see your shoes like on the ground and there's like a leg in his mouth <laughs> i less is more i'm all, like, a big fan of less is more like a like a mutton shop right right um big fan of jaws and that was a that was a big less is more movie so yeah custom commission this is going to be the same thing as the head sketch even though the head sketch is included in this 
but you get a custom commission, whatever you want, plus the t-shirt, two hardcovers, stickers, emojis, big old bundle there for 500 bucks. Um, and that's, that's right around ballpark what I would charge for an 11 by 17 pencil and ink commission, one yeah. character. Yeah, I was, you know? was going to say, I go, uh, that 500 is just for, just for that. And you're throwing right. in everything else because, I mean, you know, everybody goes, oh, I, I got to get on somebody's commission list at the convention. I'm like, uh, well, you really don't because uh, the internet. Um, <laughs> yeah, message me. I mean, you, you know. You um, know, and, and and I would I would much is, rather do the commission. I'd rather do the commission at home. Yeah, this is what you would pay. Yeah, because it's not as rushed. Right. Uh, this is what you would pay for any artist to do like a, a full eleven by seventeen, you know, character commission. And you know, plus plus you're getting a a, a head sketch on the inside of the book on top of that, plus all everything. So right. I mean, what's not to like? And then if you want to really just send this thing over the top, there's, you know, wherever you, wherever that dude's at, um, that would be the original cover, which I actually have over here. And um, you get the custom commission, you get the head sketch, both books, t-shirt, emojis, stickers. So that would be, uh, that would be the big one right there. Yeah. We, we where's those original arc dudes, man? Because. It's a that... beautiful cover. Hold on. I'll, I'll pull it out. I got it right here. That's that's like become like an overnight sensation. Like all, all oh, I don't know how well it's going to be able to be seen. Let's see if I turn this off. If you can see it, let's see. Yeah, so there's the original artwork. Oh, that's and it's badass. detailed, man. That's that's a lot of stuff in there. Oh, that's amazing. I think it looks way better in real life than it does even on the cover. I don't know if it's a scan or what, but uh, yeah. Oh, that looks great. So that is uh. That is over here. It's it is available. Yeah. And that tier has everything. Right. And then you're gonna get your own custom commission anyway out of that head sketch, whatever you want. Yeah. So if, if you're if you're actually legit serious about that, I mean, message me if you if there's something else, you know, maybe we can make a deal. Yeah. It's like hit him up at Team Laddie on any social media. Yes, uh, correct. And uh, you know, damn, go go to go to Twitch and follow him on Twitch cuz I was just dude, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, go follow me on freaking Twitch, man, please, so I can well, get my affiliate and start getting paid. Follow him on Twitch. Uh, he love you a long time. He love you a long time. Dude, I will. <laughs> well, the other thing that we do on the Twitch stream is um if I curse, somebody gets a free uh free head sketch on a postcard. So I got all these postcards over here, and if I curse, I'll mail one to you. So you get a character, whatever character you want on a uh, postcard sent to your door. I'm trying not to curse on stream. Thank uh, you, brother. So, Thank you. So, you know, Rio, Rio's not, not go your to stream, get, obviously. Rio, no, fuck that. We already went over the top on that. Uh, Rios is going to go to your stream and try to get you to swear. So he can get. No, that's 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 becoming the game. People are trying to get me. We even have a curse counter, so it, it keeps tabs of how many times I do it. But I'm trying not to. Um, I mean, again, free sketch. I'll do it on air. I haven't cursed in five point seven days. <laughs> <laughs> so the, again, is, we both we both worked at bars. So I mean, it just yeah, yeah kind of came it, with it, the territory. It, it, yeah, it's right there. So. 
This is cool. You with uh, Veronica, yeah, Veronica Taylor. Taylor. Oh, she was awesome. Or the is vo- awesome. The it, it always it always makes me go, what? When, you know, you have a female voice actor that's doing all the guys' voices or right, vice versa. Right. The vice versa part makes me go, huh? Uh, a but it was like it's a kid, you know? Like, yeah. so yeah, she was so sweet, man. I like her. And yes, I need yeah. to message her too. I'm gonna message her when everything's when the dust is settled. And then Michael Uslin. We were talking about Michael Uslin yeah. and uh bringing Bill Finger and them to the uh I don't know what it was some it was one of the Dark Knight movies, I'm pretty sure. But yeah, good dude, been helping out since day one, him and his son David. Um true comic book fan. Very much a true comic book fan. And so he gives a nice endorsement about the book. And you did you did that thing with UNICEF too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right above that. So we um we were featured on the NASDAQ. We were featured on the NASDAQ opening bell, Night Stars. So we did a UNICEF issue. Um, and then in subsequent years helped uh there was a camp it's kind of like a contest where like somebody around the world would win the contest and then we would help them to produce a book. So I was able to do that a couple times, two or three times. Um I, it, it is it is very challenging dude it's very it's so the first few streams we were way too loosey-goosey and um and it was it was just too much and i'm like dude it's an all-ages book like i gotta stop cursing i want this to be something everybody can watch and it's still funny you know it's still entertaining but i'm just trying it's, it's actually more entertaining watching me try not to curse so uh that's every day at about 3.45 Eastern on Twitch. Oh, so it's in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a ride home right now. I'm going to mix it up. We'll see. But um, right now, I kind of like that. I don't really want to stream as much. Like you said, dude, how many people are streaming right now? Um, So I can hit you in that ride home. It, it's right about the time I'm tired of drawing whatever I'm drawing. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, a nice, it's a nice break to kind of, oh, man, let's draw Ewoks today. Or let's, let's draw something... It's an excuse for me to draw something I'm not going to allow myself to draw. Yeah. Otherwise, you know. No, I got to do work. I got to get this done. Yeah, and so I'm like drawing Bionic Six, all kinds yeah. of random stuff. Oh man, dude, I did I did Penny and Penny from us uh, Inspector Gadget, Teenage Penny. No, nice. um, we were doing all kinds of fun stuff, man. It's cool. Oh well, the the uh, the retro cartoons are like you know all the rage. Uh, I know there's a, there's another guy uh, who who does his old his own uh, kids comic book series, and he goes he's on he's on TikTok all the time, and I'm like, what are you doing on TikTok? You're not a ten year old girl. Yeah, I need to get on TikTok. My buddy was giving me hell about that, and I'm just like, all right. I was like, tell me why, you know? Like, all right, explain to me why I need to do TikTok. And he explained it. How you doing there? Hey, dude. Uh, this this dude won the giveaway, so he's gonna he's gonna DM me uh, on on Twitter. He won the giveaway that I was doing with uh, comic tags and and Scout Comics uh, during uh, Promcon this past weekend. So I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but uh, Rent Narb. <laughs> that's his that's his Twitter handle. Uh, was the was the winner? So, uh, 
I'm like, cool. Good to see you here, man. Yeah, dude. That's right. I mean, I'm I'm, clearly, you got it right. So there you go, red you know, arm. And 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 this and 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 the time we're living in, uh, it's not every day that somebody calls you a winner. Uh, right, right. Because wow, you are an asshole. Well, yeah, got that. Uh, right. Hell yeah, man. That's uh, some of my favorite people are assholes. So. Yeah, and Dan, Dan and Lewis really, I mean, they just knocked that out the park, that cover. That's cool. Bonus Yeti story. Um, so, yeah, dude, I'm also just at a place where, like, I just, I just want to do what I want to do. Like, uh, my buddy yeah. was telling me something the other day about comics. He was like, oh, I wouldn't do that. People aren't going to know what's going on. I'm like, I don't care. I don't, I don't care anymore. I just want to do what's fun for me. Dude. If I want to draw Bionic 6, I'm going to draw Bionic 6. If you get it, you get it. If not, then, hey, guess what? I went to, dude, I went to dinner with Steranko, I guess January 2019, after a convention, and um, he was bringing up all kinds of old comic book artists. I had no clue who they were. Um, Brantner spelled backwards. It's like uh, Monster Squad, my favorite movie, Aculard spelled backwards is Dracula. That's like yeah. how they figure out who the bad guy is. Man, um, it, it took me forever to figure that out. It's right, like, right. They do that in well, um they do that in Troll too, or one of those movies. It's like um Nilbog. Nilbog is Goblin spelled backwards, which is another fun movie. But again, obviously I love all this stuff. I love all these like old school, you know, I grew up on all this stuff, so Yeah, I, uh, I always used to ask friends of mine to go, Castlevania, you're fighting Dracula, right? He goes, Yeah, he goes, Well, why is his name Alucard? He goes, Dude, that's Dracula spelled backwards. Right, right. It, it's kind which of is, an insight. Awesome. It's kind of it's kind of a joke because vampires don't have a reflection in the mirror, and this is the reflection of his name in the mirror. And I'm like, oh. mind blown, um, incredible. But so Steranko is telling me all these comic book artists. I'm trying to ask about Kirby and people I know, and he's telling me all these other dudes. And then at one point he goes, you know. I, I really wish I could be you. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, right. I was like, why? And he goes, because you have so many people that you don't even know about that you get to discover for the first time. And that's mm -hmm. how I feel about something like Bionic 6 or we talked about Exo Squad or Tiger, you know, all these cool things that you might have missed because it was such a, a saturated era with awesome comics and, and cartoons and movies. So oh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna draw. They, you know, they give me, they make fun of me because I draw obscure stuff. I'm like, dude, this, I love all this kind of stuff. I want to oh, make yeah. that. I want to make that my thing. When somebody, when somebody subscribes to my channel, I want to make a GIF, and it's Rock One going Bionics on, you know, and it's like I highlights or something like that. I'm gonna do something cool. Uh, and, love it, man. And, and I discovered younger, Macross today. I didn't even know Macross. Never saw it. Oh God, dude, and it's friggin' awesome. You know, so it's it's so cool. You know, you know, I'm going to be going down and like, you know, sending you a list of stuff to watch now. I'd send it, dude. I'm here. All, dude, I devour media and I don't like new stuff. I like, dude, my, my buddies are telling me about movies. I'm like, dude, I'm not really interested if it's not in Technicolor, you know, like I, I like it old. I like the old stuff. I feel like it's better, man. I've been watching a Sherlock Holmes TV series from the 50s. Yep. And it's just a lot of fun. Um, Watson's really good. Holmes is really good. Uh, there, there's a few different shows. I love Peter Cushing. I'll watch mm -hmm. anything with Peter Cushing in it. The old uh, Hamahara. 
I love Hammer. I love Amicus. Love all that stuff. So, yeah, and they just... The thing about it, man, is they just had heart, dude. They had heart in those things. And yeah. we and we kind of lose that a little bit. Not, not, not in the indie books, but we lose that when it comes to, like, you know, some other media. Yeah, any, anything out of, out of Hollywood is all... Yeah. Uh, late lazy construction making it's either it's either going to come out of a comic book where it's already written for them they just they just steal it and adapt it or it's a remake of something from the past like well there's already a built-in audience for this i go no there isn't and right the built-in audience is for the original stuff because it was great just because you can make it look prettier now doesn't mean anything because you're going to you're going to fuck it up with all your all your nonsense and you know a, a gender of this and a gender of that you know it's like you know we're going to remake jaws but this time it's going to be an octopus uh, right or whatever like, yeah it's like get away from me so i and I'm, i don't I'm, think they I'm even make this, it look better no they they, they, you know, they, it's not better, but, you know, the, the visuals can be better, but it's still, you know, it's not, you know, it's not the same. Like, like I, I said, I saw, I saw this video, uh, with, with this woman on online and, and, and she was basically talking to other girls about a dude. He goes, so do you know him? Hmm. And you think you'd do this and, and it goes blah blah blah. He goes, he goes, but is your name on his police report? No. We are not the same. Uh madness. Uh <laughs> well, you know, that's what you get here. Right, right. But dude, two of my favorite scenes in movie history. A, I'm in love with Vivian Lee. That's like my queen. Mm-hmm. Um and I love uh I love Scarlett O'Hara. Dude, that was just a painted background. One of the greatest scenes in movie history. As God is my witness, I will never, if I have to fight, you know, that's a painted background. That's not CG. That's not computer graphics. That's not some Mm -hmm. kind of, like, complicated thing. Another great one, Gone with the Wind. And another great one is The Outsiders. When Pony Boy's talking about Stay Gold, dude, again, that's just a painted background somewhere on a set, dude. And it's it's gorgeous, man. It's beautiful. It's like, you don't need all this nonsense, it's man. Like, it's noise. What, what did you used to do for special effects? You matte paintings. It's noise, man. Dude, I don't I don't need all that. So um Yeah, I don't know if they make it better. They they make it flashier. They make it you know, they they're probably giving people seizures out there with all the stuff going on, but mm-hmm. less again, less is more. Less is more a lot of times. In a lot of cases. Speaking of which, right, <laughs> uh, this action figure. Yeah, dude, I um, oh man, hold up, I've been um, I've been printing them out. Let me see if I got them. So again, I'm I'm obsessed with 3D printing. We'll see how everything goes. Here's a here's a little glow in the dark one. You can't really see it, but it's glowing. The glow in the dark's harder to show. Let's. See. Well, I, we can tell because on, on camera it uh, it's like a big white blur outline. Right, so. right, right. But here is a gray one. Let me put her head on. 
Hold up. You can kind of oh, yeah. see. You can kind of see. Yeah. I, I know it's it's very saturated, the light. Let me turn this off. Much better. Oh, yeah. Now yeah, we can, man. Now we can beautiful, see Beautiful, beautiful figure, dude. I mean, just gorgeously sculpted by Adrian Melton. Um, and we're going to figure out something to do with this kind of stuff. I, I still think 3D printing is the future. Again, I did this on a $200 3D printer with $25 spools of, of uh, PLA. So this is wow. definitely what's coming. It's coming. Um, oh yeah, for sure. And, and here's the here's the the larger one, the 3D, the glow in the dark one. Oh yeah. Um, and again, dude, I was doing foot soldiers from Ninja Turtles earlier. See, this one I can have the light on for. Um, yeah, dude, it's crazy, man. So I'm just army building foot soldiers right now. Cool. <laughs> I, I bought this. I bought this file for three dollars. $25 spool of PLA that you can see it right here. It's I'm barely making a dent in it. Dude, 3D printing is coming. It's 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 right around the corner. Um I had thought about it, but I'm like, I go, oh, that's gonna be too expensive. And and you're like, oh, it's a two hundred dollar printer. I'm like, whoa. I lucked out and I got an Elegoo, Elegoo Neptune, Elegoo Neptune 2. Just dude, they sell out on Amazon in like a heartbeat. Whenever they show up, they're gone. I dude, I I bought it on a whim and um it was gone within 30, 45 minutes. But you can also get a Creality Ender 3, and it's basically the same machine. Um dude, 200, 200 300 bucks investment, and you're having a lot of fun. You can do a lot of cool stuff. And that is definitely the future. Dude, I'm repairing old vintage toys with this. Um, I'm printing stormtroopers, printing foot soldiers. They, there's, there's a thing called the maker movement. This is, you know, something like night stars or something like a lot of these crowdfundings is, I guess you could say part of that, but, um, yeah, it's people just making their own stuff. So they got dudes making vintage toys from the Mandalorian that, uh, I, I mean, they're making more characters than Hasbro is making and you can just print them out on your machine. It's, it's unbelievable, man. Um, that's killer. so yeah, I love it. I, th I think it's, I think it's freaking amazing. I I'm all in on 3d printing, so we'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, I want to make that, that Leslie figure is too awesome. Too cool. We have another figure hidden that we didn't show of the Yeti. That's just as awesome. Ooh. Um, so I want to get that out there. Ooh, the Yeti. See, I would, I would, I would, I would want to get the Yeti and, then, then put some, uh, you know, Jack Leek's Lynx beef jerky in it. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> don't upset Sasquatch or whatever. But, but there is a there is something going on here with that stuff. A lot of people are doing it with tabletop gaming, and a lot of the vintage oh, toy yeah. people are doing it. You know, yeah. um, I'm in there for the vintage toys. Yeah, it's like I love tabletop gaming, but uh, why am I paying like seventy five dollars for like this little LED figure? And then I have to pay like another hundred dollars for, for stuff to actually glue it together and then paint it. Twenty five dollars spool of PLA, and then twenty five dollars. You you print it out and you can paint like right on that stuff. So right, right. So yeah. So here's like, I mean, you don't need to zoom in, but here's like a stormtrooper that I haven't broken out yet. You know. So here's his head. Here's the body. 
and you just pop these things off, and I'll, I'll just pop his head on at some point, and I'll have another stormtrooper. I'll do the rest of his body tonight. Wow, it's crazy. Now the future, look, the future's here. You know, if you if you're willing to see it. Oh yeah, and and this we're, is the we're, co- the, we're the future, Charles. We're the future, Charles. Not now. Yeah, that, well, I want that's something I want to do with web comics as well. Is um, it's a thin line, thin line between animation and comic books, but I think you can do some accent type stuff. Yeah. Whether you can, whether it's leaves blowing or maybe maybe it's like a police stop and the red blue is flashing on each side. You know, mm-hmm. very very simple stuff. I don't think you should add music. I don't think you should add noise because comic books should be a si- a silent medium. Yeah, but um, I do think all, you can add a couple little things in your head. Right the the real the real magic of comic books or sequential art is what's going on in between the panels in the gutters, mm-hmm. not in the panels themselves. So you have a relationship with the reader that you really don't get in any other kind of medium, where you're creating the story together, and it's a uh, when you understand that it, it's really beautiful. I, I, I love I love comic books, man. I love sequential art. Yeah. Well, we have uh Pops and I uh have a mutual friend, uh Tyler Coppinger, who's a who's a creator. And he had a Kickstarter that was that was fully funded, uh, and it was about to end in a week, and he pulled it and turned around and uh redid everything on it and, and went to webtoons with it. He told me about that the other day. Um I'm and I took that to heart because it's something when I did. So when I was bothering Chuck Dixon, he finally decided to do some project with me and it was a web comic. And um, I didn't know what a web comic really was. I really didn't understand it, man. I was like a fish to water and I love it. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, but that that's a possibility. I have another book that I've been working on called tales from the occult bookstore, which was a pitch that I was going to shoot out to Sony and shoot out to IDW about a Ghostbuster story. They weren't going to take it. No matter how good it was, they weren't going to take it. Um, and people like Preston and stuff like that were like, dude, just keep it and make it your own thing. Yeah. Um, I turned it into Tales from the Occult Bookstore, and that, that thing's ready to roll too. So I'm thinking about um, turning that into a webcomic and launching it for Halloween and just making it fun. Dude, do you remember Blow Mold? I don't know if you ever had like a blow mold like nativity scene or maybe a blow mold like Halloween decorations or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Dude, I'm thinking about doing stuff like that for Tales from the Occult Bookstore where you could download the file and basically make a blow mold Halloween Tales from the Occult Bookstore like decoration or something, you know? Um, so I'm just thinking of like fun things that you could do outside of, uh, you know, it's it's again, it's coming. Um, dude, go, if you got 300 bucks to spare, go get a 3d printer and you will have a blast, man. It's so crazy. There's so many free files. It's unbelievable. Dude, there's a whole, um, razor crest that somebody made from the Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Dude, this thing blows Haslab out the water. It might take you, you know, it might take you a couple days to print, but I mean, it's, it's friggin' unbelievable. It's free. It's free to download. Who cares if it takes a couple of days? Oh, you, dude, I started you, doing it. It's it's unreal. You load the file and you and you just press play and let it go. Right, 
it's not you're you're not doing too much you know like yeah pretty much you're pressing play and walking away you know or i could you know get like you know thirty six thousand uh loose gray legos and just be like yeah here here it is when moff gideon blew up the razor crest and just leave the right 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 there. throw them all on the floor yeah but again it's free and um it's definitely an f you to the man which i'm a big mm-hmm. fan of oh especially after all the crap they did so dude just dude make or move dude we can just y'all we don't need them we don't need them we can do whatever we want nope do it all ourselves and and you know be be done with them is is what it is and, and comics used to be about renegades. Comics used to be underground and rebels and stuff like that. And some somewhere along the line, comics became the status quo. And the and the man, it just changed over the last like few years. It's really bizarre, dude. I'd rather be underground again, dude. I want to be. I don't know. It's just I don't want to be that, dude. I want to be when I was growing up and I saw people reading comics. Man, it was just. I don't know. There was something different about it. Like my older brother's friends would be like reading it and stuff, you know? Um, It was cool. Over like the last 10 or 20 years, uh, it's lame, dude. It's just become another tool on the propaganda machine. Yeah, correct. Correct. Say no. So say no. And that's, that's what's got me, you know, going, you know, I've always been a big indie fan. Like, you know, I've always loved, you know, my ASM. I haven't collected Amazing Spider-Man in years. Uh, and the only reason I'm still collecting Hulk was because of the Immortal Hulk, because that, that run was just amazing. And it's almost okay. done, so I can't wait to quit that. Um, and, you know, Batman Detective, uh, Joker, and Justice League Dark are the only four mainstream titles I have left. I canceled everything else. Or but it's like cooler. It's like with bands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to listen to like a popular band. Like I'd rather listen to the underground band that nobody knows. Like that's cooler to me, dude. And then when your friends ask you, you'd be like, wait, you don't know them? Like, ah, whatever, dude. No, I'm not listening to the radio band. You know, it's like, no, you don't know who they are. Yeah. I've, right. I've, dude, I've, it's known cool. them, I've known them for like 10 years. They've been playing you know, at the bar down the street here. <laughs> right, right. I saw him live, man. Like, what are you talking about? You know, like, it's cool, dude. Um, yeah, now they're paying $500 that, a ticket. And you saw him free for, uh, you know, the price of a beer. Right. Don't be some robot. Um, so, yeah. That's how I've always been, anyway. I like the underground. I like the underdogs. That The have-nots. Um as Tupac used to call him. So, yeah. And and speaking of indie and the have-nots, uh, I'm going to take a, a brief intermission and, and take a look at another indie project uh, that I run on every podcast called Mavericks Origins Volume 1. Just a quick look at the trailer. Uh, people can check it out on Indiegogo. Uh you know, right after they go and, and, and back this book that we've been talking about on and off during our rants and raves while we've been hanging out. Right, right, among other things. War is a topic of vital importance. A subject of inquiry that cannot be ignored. 
it is a matter of life and death. It can be a road to safety or to ruin. In an alternate version of our world, brought to the brink of total collapse, rival nations fight for global domination, and elite pilots in futuristic combat suits wage war on the battlefield of tomorrow. Now, six brave soldiers on a seemingly routine rescue mission will encounter more than they bargained for and uncover a dangerous secret that could change their world if they live long enough to see it. One of the big things behind that book, they list a whole bunch of uh, properties that were inspirations to making that. And they've been working on that for uh, like two or three years. And it took them like two and a half months to edit that trailer into it looking like an animated feature. Uh, And one of the things that backed that was... Exo Squad. Oh, in a way, yeah, that's awesome. And he likes uh, Neff likes to come out and say, uh, "And an Exo Squad." If you know what that cartoon is, you're cool. I go, I was cool. You didn't have to tell me I was cool. I already knew I was cool because nerds are cool now, and I'm a fucking nerd. Uh, I might, I might revisit Exo Squad. My buddy was obsessed with it, man. Oh, oh so good. Well, we come on in the morning before school, so. But he was he was big into it, and dude, this is a friend I had since kindergarten, since grammar school, and we still we used to draw comics, and um, we still talk about. It. I still run everything by him. I'm like, what do you think of this? What do you, the, you would this be fun? Um, and that's what it should be, man. Dude, come come from the heart. Um, oh, yeah. do do some fun. Another good one is visionaries. Yeah, visionaries was awesome too. Yeah. Hell yeah! I remember I had some, I had some of the toys. Yeah, man, they had visionaries. What was the other ones? What uh, it was like little. It was Tonka made them. Um, God, what was it called, dude? It was like little ghost. Um, ah, f me, dude. What the hell was it called? I'd rather not. No, uh, no. <laughs> well, no, no. <laughs> if any of those uh, single Brazilian ladies that Rios knows want to holla at me, but um, what was it, man? It was Tonka made them. Uh, <laughs> ah, man, I'll have to think about it. I'll, I'll draw one. But it was, um, yeah, they were like little ghosts, but the inside was the same thing as the Visionaries. It had um, had that that holographic sticker. Oh, oh. I kind of remember God. something else like that, but it I doesn't think I might have found it. Hold up. It doesn't stick in my mind as much as Visionaries. Ah. Uh, Oh, I'm going to find it. And I'm drawing it on stream tomorrow. <laughs> um, 
I couldn't think of it, so I had to so, draw it. Dude, to, dude. I had to Supernaturals. Draw it to my, Supernaturals. Supernaturals, yeah. They were like little guys in cloaks, and then inside the cloak, they had the holographic sticker. Dude, they're friggin' awesome. As, as soon as you say that, all I can think of is the, the two brothers there. And then I watched Inhumanoids uh, not that long ago, too. Those were some oh, great toys. Oh, yeah. The show, dude, the show is insane. Um, but yeah, man, Inhumanoids. I might draw, I'm going to make a little list. I'm, gonna draw, I'm drawing Inhumanoids and, um, and Supernaturals tomorrow. And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> and I don't care who bitches up. about it. Rios is going to show up on show up on the stream and 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 egg you on to swear so he can try to win a free. Uh, do it, hey dude! I'll send a free sketch. To, I'll send it right down there. I'll send it to South America, man. I'll draw an inhumanoid and send a postcard to you. If if you can get me to curse on stream, and I've been good. I've been good all week. Oh, you you wait until after the stream to go get your pole boys at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah. <laughs> hey, I get a few beers. No, hold on. Yeah, see, I know. Bobo Bo and a, a six-pack of Miller Lite. I'm done, dude. All bets are off. It's so, yeah, good. man, that's the book. Uh, go check it out. And um, check out the stream. And then we got Go Monster Go for free on Indi- uh, on Arcaven. Arcaven Comics. By Chuck Dixon. I mean, wh- what else do you want? Chuck Dixon wrote it. Chuck, Chuck Dixon and, uh, and Tim Laddie. Uh, working working together. Uh, I would love to. I would love to get in the Night Star spaceship, go back in time, and tell adolescent me that uh, that sentence even exists. So yeah, yeah man. It's like you're gonna work with Chuck Dixon. You're like you smoking something. Right, right. <laughs> We're at crazy, dude. Yeah. So uh, you can find Tim anywhere on every social media at Tim Laddie, Team Laddie. Tim is his name. Uh, you can find him, you know, everywhere right there at Team Laddie. Uh, if if you're a Twitch person, go to Twitch, find the channel, follow the channel, and and help help get him to uh, help get him to that next level on on Twitch. Three away, dude, and then Snickers or you know whatever has to start paying me Doritos, whatever it is, whatever they decide to put in front of my show. Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever, whatever they do. Yeah, it's- I don't even care, dude. That'd pay my electric bill. You know, it might pay my cable bill. Who knows? Um, so yeah, check it out. Hop hop over and uh, and go check out Night Stars for yourself. And uh, you know, back this book. There's still a, there's still a week left. Tell all your friends about it. Share this, share this out everywhere. Put it on, put it on your Instagram. Put it on your Facebook. Uh, currently, I can't put it on Facebook till like Thursday. I think uh, I'm in jail. Uh, you know, put it on, you know, put it on Twitter. I shared it out on Twitter a couple times this week, and uh, you know, share it out there. You know, as many times as you can without them saying, "Oh." Sharing is caring, but you're going too far. Pops, I'm talking to you. Because uh, Pops gets shut down for doing stuff like that. He, you know, he gets a he gets a little excited and then shares out to like 60 groups on Facebook. Next thing you know, he can't share for three days. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, he's a he's a godsend. So, yeah, I, I'm much appreciative of, of Mr. Van Zandt. So, yeah. 
Gonna look for Twitch. So it'll only be two to go. Dude, come hang out with us, man. I'm telling you, it's fun. It's a, it's a good crowd in there, dude. It's a good crowd. Well, I, and followed, everybody's, uh, I followed you earlier tonight. Uh, and Rios is going to do it later. And uh, we'll go from there. You, you're, you're a little bit, at least you're a little bit closer to being monetized on Twitch. Oh, man, I'm trying to sell out so hard. Yeah, pr- please help me do it, guys. Uh, so. <laughs> now, it, it, again, I, I like, um, dude, just like Pops did with Comic Madness, you know? Like, you're you're creating a nice little community. Mm-hmm. You, it's fun. Um, yeah, if you like old school comics and stuff like that, yeah, enjoy some Inhumanoids tomorrow. I think that's what I'm going to start the stream with is, uh, is that green monster from Inhumanoids. That yeah. would, dude, that would be so much fun to draw. That I green remember, guy. And I, those toys are expensive. Oh, as hell they are, yeah. yeah. I, I, I need to get some. I, my buddy owns a comic shop. I'm going to put in a word. I, I remember the big, uh, the big like, stone monster from there that looked kind of looked kind of like the Rancor from uh, yeah, Jedi. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I saw somebody that had one of those, like, in one of the toy groups. And uh, <laughs> he had it up for sale. And I'm like, I go, I think you put too many zeros. He goes... Nah, dude, bro, go check eBay. And I'm like, right, right. Holy shit. Like, I've got one of the, uh, I've got one of the Herculoids toys. Ah, nice. From, uh, you know, like, 03. Okay, yeah. Oh, man. uh, And uh, I've got, I've got Zock and Xandor. And I looked online and I couldn't find, I couldn't find, you know, that toy anywhere for like, you know, less than like 400 bucks. Dude, I'm kind of surprised. They got one of the trees on here for 10 bucks. I might just grab it. I would think those would be the hardest ones to get because people are like army building them. Um, Again, as soon as they figure out how to, dude, somebody 3D scan these friggin' things and then you can just print them out yourself. Yeah. Dude, you could army build, army build the trees all day. But um, and, the guy that we're talking even, about is, is Tendril. That's the green guy with the orange stuff coming out of his mouth. That's a dude. Oh, he's yeah. going from 140 to 250 just for wow. him. Yeah, that you know that's pricey. It, you know, if you consider back when they came out, that was probably like you know a forty dollar toy. Dude, in the box unopened, six hundred. Yeah, crazy oh, man. Oh yeah, it. You know, we all we all found out the uh, the the hard way that. The packaging is actually worth more than the product. See, that said, I bought some Gundams the other day. Uh, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy everybody in humanoid stuff if I get rich. Um, dude, but I bought a bunch of Gundam toys the other day. Mm-hmm. I busted them open, man. They were from the 90s. I was like, dude, F it. I was like, I want them to be free. I want them to be on my shelf. Um I don't know if I would do that when in humanoids because it's a little different, but yeah, man, that's a dude. They they had some in the case for like a thousand, but yeah, they're expensive, and that's just yeah. a testament to the era too. The era of there was so much cool stuff, dude. Again, go watch in humanoids. I think it's free on YouTube. It's insane. The show is nuts. Um, oh, yeah. but they had so much cool stuff that came out that you just forgot about, and now as we're all going back and like looking through everything. Um, you know, you're kind of revisiting and being like, oh man, like this was pretty cool. I just kind of missed it. Or it was, it was just kind of off to the side and I didn't get as a good a view of it. Um, 
Dude, Centurions. Centurions was a cool thing. Oh, was yeah. That's, I, I was thinking of that in like the back of my mind, but I couldn't remember the name of it. My buddy had a, a Centurions that you put on the front of his BMX bike, and it was awesome, dude. It was so cool, man. Let me see how much that is. Dude, I ride my bike all the time. I might put a, <laughs> I might put a friggin' Centurion on it uh, if it exists. I'm, I'm going to try to find all these 80s toys and put them on my handlebars as I ride around. Right, right. That, that'll pull in the women. Um, <laughs> that kind of the, the, the gates even doing it. Centurions yeah, I've, I've, I've still got my uh, I've, I've still got a Amigo Enterprise playset from the from the 70s. Oh, and really? Crazy. What, from the movie? From the first movie? Uh, no, from the original TV show. Uh, Migo, the the Marty Abrams company, used to do the uh, the eight. Well, they're doing them again. They uh, the eight inch action figures with the cloth costumes and everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. so uh, right, right. And uh, I found this. I used to have one when I was a kid. My mother gave all my toys away when we moved, and I was I was not very happy for a long time. Uh, but I found this for ninety nine dollars on eBay. Was the uh i need to do some some homegrown fixing to it because one of the panels came loose but uh it's the entire it's the entire bridge with the with the seats the captain's chair uh it's got little uh cardboard things that you put up right for the view screen screen with like you know matte painted scenes on them and stuff so you can go to different worlds and it's got a transporter right there on the bridge and all you do you put the character in there you spin it and you hit a button, and you either beam them into space, or they come onto the bridge and kill you. All. Right, uh, or 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 Yeoman Janice like melts them or whatever, like she did in the first movie. So yeah, dude. Um, yeah, and she was my favorite. I'm in love with uh, Yeoman Janice too. I thought she was so fine. The girl with the hair. Yeah, that yeah. Was all weaved oh, yeah. up. She was I, God. Good God, she was gorgeous, yeah. man. Uh, but yeah. she like kills some dude in the transporter. Like that's her only role in the first movie. Yeah, <laughs> she like kills some guy. It's oh, like man. they didn't put the transporter together right, and she beams somebody right, over, right. and right. You know, melted, melts the dude. They, you know, melted both those guys. They ended up, uh, you know, coming, you know, molecularly coming back together inside out. And I'm like, Ugh. right, right. You know, well, I guess you're going back to fetching coffee for the captain. They don't right, want yeah, man. They they, yeah, there was a there was a crazy thing. episode. I think it was a. Uh, I don't think she showed up past. There's an episode where Kirk goes like crazy, and I guess he like tries to like rape her or something. Yeah, and then she's gone, man. She he, she's gone after that episode. You never see her again. Yeah, and she uh, was on. They should have kept her on the show. She was kick ass. Yeah, it could have it could have been it could have been anything back then. Who knows? Like you right. would ne- you would never be able to air that episode on TV today. Um, right, right. Like, nah, if man. A, if it's a new show, no. No, Kirk would be gone, not Yeoman Janice. But, um, yeah. yeah, he was, uh, I love, I, my buddy's a big Next Gen fan, and he's, he tries to, he's more into, like, Picard. And I'm like, nah, dude. I was like, Kirk's, Kirk's my guy. I need the football coach, not, not the, um, yeah, you know. I, I need the badass that isn't going to delegate it to somebody when, you know, the Klingon show up on your bridge, you're just gonna, you know, you're just gonna leap into action. 
Uh, FNA, man. No, I need bravado. Yeah, like that's, I'll mess with that. And there's a great, one of my favorite scenes from TOS is, um, is, is risk. He's like, risk is our business. You know, they're talking about, and look, this could, this could actually piggyback the show when we're talking about all the stuff with, uh, you know, Corona and stuff in the beginning of the thing. Mm -hmm. There's a great, uh, it's a great clip. You can easily find it. And it's risk is our business there. There's something going on and they're all scared to go do it or blah, 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 whatever. And Kirk, that that's his answer. He's like, dude, he was just like, that's what we're here to do. We're here to take chances. We're here to go live. We're here to go do stuff. Yeah. Um, it's so friggin' awesome, man. And so poignant. And, and then coming from William Shatner, just selling it as he does. Um, who it actually is a great actor. I know people give him a lot of hell sometimes. Um, it's so good. Uh, spe- speaking of Shatner, did you know that in upstate New York, uh, Triconda, New York, uh, that there is an original Star Trek series set tour? Oh, really? Some fans, and uh, one fan in particular kind of like did the whole thing um, with help from, you know, a whole bunch of other people. And he was, everything with this dude is from the sixties. Like his day job is, and he hasn't been able to do it because of all the COVID stuff, but uh, his day job had, uh, was he's an Elvis impersonator. Oh, wow. But he sings, you know, he's not going out lip syncing. He's going out like actually, actually singing. And he was, one of the people that started the uh you know the star trek fan film franchise thing like the like the tv episode thing and uh it's just badass and they they rebuilt the entire desilu sets like you can walk through them and he had he's william shatner calls this dude on a regular basis and actually goes there so you can actually buy tickets to get a tour of the starship enterprise from Captain Kirk. Ah, uh, that's amazing. So it's just crazy. Well, I know um, there's a guy, it's it's Vince Mignola or whatever. He was a voice actor for some anime. And they do that show, Star Trek Continues, that's on YouTube. And mm-hmm. they built one, I think, out in Georgia that um, is a pretty much complete set. And he does a great Kirk. It's um, He does a really, really good job at it. That's a, that's a show worth checking out. Again, another free one. You can just watch on YouTube. Star Trek continues. Just captures the essence of the show. That might actually be that one. Uh, It might be, yeah. Maybe it is. Because I know they built like this massive thing. There were two like big ones. Um, there There were two big ones. And, uh, One was continues and one was called something else. Right. I never watched it because I kind of like stuck on with continues. I was just really blown away by it. Um, and I never, I never, I really just never gave the other one a chance. I just kind of picked my, picked my horse and rode on it. Um, but it's great, man. They would get like Scotty's son plays Scotty. They would uh-huh. get like the actual, like, um, you know, like the green girl, they would get her like granddaughter to play her. Dude, it was so cool. Uh, 
Um, there was one of them that had uh, Sulu come back, and it was kind of like an old. It was kind of like a uh, kind of like a transporter accident where they didn't know they got you know they lost Sulu oh, no somewhere. Way. And that's uh, awesome, you know. And then it was like you know Sulu's daughter and and stuff like that. It was it was kind of crazy. See what fans can do. You know what I mean? Like, it, I mean that's insane. Yeah, it could have it could have been like that same one, you know. But that's fan made. I mean, that's what whatever, however they pulled that off, they somehow did it. And I'll take that over the new movies. I'd rather watch Star Trek Continues. It's it's basically the third season of the show. So when that door closes at the end of season two, they start off the show with the door opening and they go into season three. Yeah, or or the third the third year of the mission or whatever it is. Um, yeah, whatever whatever. Wherever NBC fucked them over, right, right. You know, so it's corpse, corpserations. Yeah, man. It just dead it's, entities. It's just craziness. But uh, well, dude, I want to thank you for hanging out with us all night and talking everything under the moon and uh, <laughs> right. and you know, you're like, well, it's kind of payback because you know I didn't know about the Twitter thing, having to like somebody back and. Be able to I, I really did, dude. I'm okay, boomer. I didn't know any. I never. I told I, you, I never. I didn't. Twitter. I didn't figure it out till like about a year ago. You know where where I would like. You know somebody would like. <laughs> you know, friend me, and I'd be like, oh, okay, but friending him back, and then I'm I'm seeing in post goes, well, I I tried to contact that dude to get on his podcast, but and I I'd, I'd respond back. I go, when goes? Well, I sent you a message. I go, I never I never got one. He goes, Well, did you friend me back? I go, Wait, I have to do that. So, I, dude, know, I'm I, telling you. Yeah. Cause Instagram, was, you just get the alert. Like somebody wants to send you a message and it's like, do you accept or decline? I was like, all right. Well, uh, I get the I get the alert uh from from Twitter too. And you know, I've got it set so you know I have to approve approve the uh you know the people following me and stuff yeah and i'll be like yeah sure but if i don't if i don't like follow them back you know i won't see anything you know i'll just right. be like i'll just be another number in their in their follow column but if anything i'm learning you know like that that would that could be the theme of the show too learning and and risk is our business yep Please go watch that, man, if you're watching, dude. Just just YouTube, Kirk, Risk is Our Business. It's so good. Risk is our business. That's, that, is, that is a truth drop for life. I mean, don't go like, you know, don't jump off a building without a parachute or something, but you know what I mean. Go, go talk to that girl, man, or go, go launch an Indiegogo and see what happens. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Take a chance. Yeah. Or Risk you said you got our- some scripts. Put them scripts out. Yeah, risk is our business doesn't mean to do stupid shit, okay? Right, within, within you know, use common sense, but yeah. Ah, dude, I was hoping you'd do it. It's like, well, aren't you afraid of being... I get, no, I'm not even going to... I, I know so many dudes, ever. like, go talk to that girl, man. She wants you to. They used to say a man could fly, he'd have wings. But he did fly. He discovered he had to. Do you wish 
that the first Apollo mission hadn't reached the moon, or that we hadn't gone on to Mars and then to the nearest star. That's like saying you wish that you still operated with scalpels and sewed your patients up with catgut, like your great, 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 great grandfather used to. I'm in command. I could order this. But I'm not. Because Dr. McCoy is right in pointing out the enormous danger potential in any contact with life and intelligence as fantastically advanced as this. But I must point out that the possibilities, the potential, our knowledge and advancement is equally great. Risk. Risk is our business. That's what the starship is all about. That's why we're aboard her. You may descend without Do I hear a negative vote? I got Boom. nothing. <laughs> right there. Be like, you've been banned in these countries. I go, well, I don't care if I'm banned in the Arab Emirates. I don't know anybody there. I'll take some of that Dubai money, though, if somebody wants to buy that cover tier. Oh, so, yeah. no shit, right? <laughs> You know, buy the buy the covet here, and then you know, send Tim some tickets for that. Uh, you know that DC Dubai uh, thing. I, uh, yeah, man, I'll, I'll come the out uni- there. Absolutely, the, uni- the Universal Park with all the crazy stuff out there. Dude, we can go. We can go. Yeah, we can go snowing, so skiing, or whatever. You know, all kinds of craziness out there, dude. Oh yeah, for sure. Give me, give me some, give me some of that oil money, man. Uh, for sure. G- give me anything. I don't care. I'm, I'm not picky. It's like, ooh, okay, I'll take it. So uh, once again, thanks to Tim for, for hanging out. Go check out this project, back it up, and uh, hopefully uh, in another like six and a half days, we'll hear, holy shit, dude, funded on the last day. <laughs> uh, that would be pretty awesome, yeah. Um, but you will. Uh, you have not heard the last of me either way, so r- nope. risk is also my business. Um, absolutely. Nope, because, uh... Thank you, Rios, bro. Glad glad to meet you, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks for hanging out, dude. As always. He, he, uh... He started following me around the around the time, uh... Him and the writer of, uh, Heel Turn, uh... Came on the show. Well, the, the writer came on the show and he was in the chat. And he subscribed to the channel, and you know, anytime he's awake and he sees it on, he just he just hangs out all night. So nah, he's it, cool as cool as know, fuck, man. So and uh, that that's that goes to show you that comics brings people together, man. It shouldn't mm-hmm. be. Don't yep. let them trick us. Don't let them trick us, man. Stop falling for it. You're not you're not the only person that said that in like the last year. Really? Like, no way, you know, huh? Uh, you know, there's there's been multiple creators have been like. You know, comics are supposed to bring us together, not tear us apart. Don't don't let them do it. Don't let them do it, dude. It's a trick. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be we'll be talking. Uh, 
you're stuck with me now because you follow me back on fucking Twitter. <laughs> right, right. So uh, we'll we'll, def- we'll definitely be in touch and uh, and see where you go from here. Because I mean, dude, this this whole thing looks awesome. I appreciate that. I I hope it hits it because uh, it deserves it really. And uh, uh, we're gonna take off. That's gonna be it for tonight. I'm gonna download this. Uh, the video and the audio. I'm going to upload the audio onto my podcast platform at ageofradio.org. And uh, after that's done, so tomorrow sometime, this episode will be available to download or listen to anywhere you get your podcasts from. So until tomorrow night, I'll be back tomorrow night with uh, Monty Michael Moore talking Woco Hero 2. Until then, uh, peace, love, and read some comic books, man.